0: Deos, the Deus,
1: How's everybody doing? My name is Christian Wagner, and I am the late Thomist. Okay, so I I have a great excuse for why I'm late. We're still waiting on Basarian and uh Byzantine scotist to hop on. dende are you there? Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure you're lying. Um
2: yeah. Um I was I was just talking to a couple of them. We were like where is this guy supposed to happen an hour ago? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, didn't we say 630 though? You put 530 on your, on your thing. Like, Look, you put I, I
1: did that at like, Oh, thank you. Yes. I did get a haircut. Um, But I did put 530, but f- um, I meant 630 <laughs> because, and I even posted on Twitter, like 630. So everybody from Twitter, should, yes, the excuse is that Christian forgot. Yeah, okay. Yes, that is the exact excuse. I was reading. I was okay. I will show you guys what I was reading. Uh, let me share my screen. Okay, this is what I was reading. I was reading Franzelin, so I have a, I have a great excuse. That is that is what I was reading, and I translated like half a paragraph. And then my wife said, isn't it past 630? And I was like, oh, crap, it is past 630. And then I checked my Discord, and I have every altist, whoever has ever existed, uh, DMing me that I'm late. So, yes.
2: Yeah, you're very late.
1: I will. <laughs> I just want to drive it there. home. I just want to drive
2: it home because we, we were, like, concerned. <laughs>
1: look it was okay but to be fair this is the first time those words from franzlin has ever been in english so it was it was quite worth it it was quite worth it okay so how long should you cook noodles for when making mac and cheese
2: that that depends on the kind of noodle it also depends on how dry they are like for example um if you get like just like if you make it yourself if you make the noodles yourself in like a in like a pasta, uh, I got I forget what they call them, but like it should only take like a couple minutes, like two minutes, versus like if it's if it's kind of like fried or dried, then it, it should take a bit longer, you know. Like like um, I think Kraft mac and cheese takes like ten minutes because it's it's like a it's like a dried noodle, you know. Depends, bro. Just depends. Okay,
1: are we gonna be in the same situation waiting for Basarian?
2: Um, um, he he was ready to go a couple like about thirty minutes ago. I hope he's not doing anything now.
1: <laughs> but I to, perfectly fair. I said six thirty, so six thirty yeah. means six thirty. No matter you, you should trust me more than you trust YouTube. Do you really trust the people at YouTube? Dende
2: more than you? Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. No question. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah i do
1: okay Sorry. i see how it is dende let me just share my screen uh stop sharing franzelin i mean we could just do like three hours of franzelin reading hour
2: true well i know um this so this shouldn't be a difficult thing because i watched a little bit more and um you know also crudus gave us uh crudus gave us some notes in order to talk about this as well, because he's, he's knowledgeable. He couldn't make it on the show this time, but um, it's, it's doesn't even seem like the rest of the video is that much of anything. Like it's, it's literally just like, just nothing.
1: Okay. Ooh. And the wife has brought me an iced tea. Yeah. So apparently I scheduled it for five 30. So everybody thought it was happening at five 30. So uh, yeah, that's what that, that's what I did. So, yeah. And then you were late at 6 30 and i was late at 6 30 yes thank you for reminding me everybody everybody is shaming me right now
2: you you should feel so should
1: ashamed. should we should we wait for uh gideon just, and to, yeah we we should
0: okay. um
2: wait just wait a little bit longer i i added them and i mean he was bizcat literally like put in the thing saying like when are we oh
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot I invited Whoa! Alex, too. Yeah, because he used to be Eastern Orthodox. One second. I got to fix my audio.
2: Crazy. I, surprise appearance. Okay. Surprise. I know. I didn't even put it in the,
1: uh, the description. So did I put it? What did I put in the description? I don't think I put any hit that unsubscribe button. <laughs> I know after my video, after my video this morning, everybody's going to be hitting the unsubscribe button. I'll give, I'll give uh, extra points. If someone can like tell me the books I have on my shelf,
3: I'll give you the like, cookie points. Not all of them.
1: Um, I think yeah, that is
3: the ones. the I Summa told, told Islam. There's no Islamic books on this bookshelf. There, Did you there get rid is... of all of your
1: Muslim books?
3: No, they're upstairs.
2: Oh. There is uh, something else on your shelf. Though I don't that's know, a,
3: that... a, that's something my uh, stepdad got me as a, they went on vacation and they got it for me as like a souvenir.
2: Is, is it like an elf on the shelf? Kind it's of? a
3: cat holding a fishing rod with a fish on it.
2: That's that's legendary. And I use it as a so whenever I take books out of
3: this series, I use it as a bookmark. So I'll put it in front of the book that I took out so that I can remember where it goes. So that's kind of useful.
1: My my militant uh, bookshelf tour would just be me going through all of the PDFs that I stole oh, from my Google Drive. That would I be have, the militant. That um, would be the militant bookshelf tour.
3: This is this is the book that women love the most, as the Discord has established. Women love Vatican
1: too. You know what women love the most?
3: <laughs> what do women love the most? I
1: don't know. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna get one that Dende likes. Oh okay. Moral theology by Saint Francis Ligori. So, true. so, so true, women true. love it the most. Um,
3: how about um, women love um, uh, Bonaventure's Disputed Questions of Mystery of the Trinity"?
1: Uh, I also stole that in um, in PDF. So.
3: Yeah, you're the only person who defined that on PDF. I genuinely have no clue what shenanigans are. I'm, pr- I'm you pretty
1: hold. sure. I'm pretty sure some guy in the Discord like literally just scanned his whole book and sent it to me. I think that's <laughs> how it went.
3: Um, uh, what other book? Do you have any other books I want to show here?
1: I have EO books uh over the year. Um, okay, we're gonna wait for like two it's just just in case because a few people popped in. We were waiting a few minutes for Basarian and Bizcat to hop in because uh of my grievous error when it comes to missing the time like three times. How do you even find PDFs? Uh, ask in the PDF channel in the Discord. I'm not going to say it on, on a live stream.
0: Yeah.
3: How um, do you commit? How do you commit piracy, Chris? How do you? <laughs> how, how do you pirate books, guys? Do I have any Angelico Press books? uh I don't. Maybe I don't know Angelico Press off top. Honestly, like I have to. You have to me like an example of the books. I don't like to pay too much attention to books besides. The top, my top shelf. That's no, it's not. Nancy Post, Nancy Post. I don't have like three trillion dollars so to afford those books. They're the, um, the six foot bookshelf, aka the Harvard Classics, and I have the original press from nineteen fourteen, of those, which they are a series of just philosophy and fiction books, kind of classic Western books in general.
1: Did you boys eat meat today? Uh, no comment. Mm. Dende, did you eat meat today?
2: hello uh, uh can you hear me now
0: yeah. Yeah, hear okay. yeah yeah,
2: yeah um no in fact i just woke up
1: <laughs> oh there you yeah. go yeah. um so i'm having my wife every friday makes me some cajun shrimp pasta just because it doesn't have meat in it that's fair yes my very penitential meal right here
3: i actually have another thing about it, i haven't eaten meat today Usually Fridays as a difficult thing because I'm going to fish. So I have a very difficult
1: time, with it. Okay, I'm gonna go to Chillstream. Okay, so oh Bizcat said he's gonna join in a little over an hour. Okay, yeah, I don't know
2: if they're gonna make it, bro.
1: Basarian, I'm gonna I'm just okay, everybody spam Basarian in the chat. I literally he, he saw... probably
2: won't be able to make it either. <laughs> Honestly.
1: Okay, do you have uh do you have the notes from Yeah, Crutis?
2: Yeah, he shared those notes.
1: I'm gonna attack him a few dozen times.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. We I will, lied. We will, we will so. start
2: in like ten how about we start in like ten minutes? No, no, no,
1: we'll we'll start we'll start in like two minutes. I'm, I'm oh, tired of okay. tired of waiting. I have and I'll prepare I, the I know, video.
3: I have the books written by the actual real Dionysius the Areopagite. The actual so it's a pseudo here, but that's lying. This is actually the real Dionysius real. Yeah, it's not. No doesn't exist. There's no such thing as pseudo Dionysius. It's just
1: Dionysius. That's true. I do be like that's actually that's very accurate. We need that's the crazy. we need to watch the first thirty seconds. On the, okay. uh... I watched like half of your stream
3: from the other day. Like or not more like three quarters, it's like seven eighths. I didn't watch like the last twenty minutes.
0: So. Oh yeah, people
1: fun. people are still still raging in my comments. From the video this morning. I don't care well, why that's I, such a controversial take. Well, your
3: where I where I it? said
1: I hate like the epistemological necessity argument, and um, then I nuanced it and said like, yeah, you could argue when it comes to articles of faith, since articles of faith by definition need you need to base it um, formally on the fact that it's revealed by God.
3: Well, what well, was odd that I I don't really care that much about like the argument. Like I just don't. I just don't care. So. Based not caring about things that you don't care about, uh, but the way you were wording it, and you could have been strawmanning him, I wasn't paying much attention. But it almost seemed like the guy you were debating with on the Discord was like, sort of like taking a like pseudo-fideist position on some levels, which is really all no, 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 no.
1: I, I wasn't even talking about William. Um, that was only Paul who brought it up. So to be clear, I wasn't uh, okay. arguing. I wasn't arguing against William in that video. I was arguing against like your normie Catholic answers. Like, haha dumb prot, you can't know anything because no magisterium, you stupid.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's one thing, although me and you obviously DM'd about our issues with some of the things they said. That's one thing they pointed out that's, that's accurate and, like, totally, like, true. Is that, like, it's a bad argument to just leave it at, like, the canon conundrum argument is just saying, oh... You need the you need the magisterium because uh, because how can you tell the canon from the end of itself like the issue is that you're, like as I think Paul points out it sort of just moves the step backwards in a lot of ways if you just like leave it at that and you don't qualify at all what you're saying because you, you have the same issue validating the church in that way like through the same methods
0: JK. yeah and then also
1: like the argument like. <clears throat> You can't know the canon without the magisterium, like that's just a silly argument, honestly, because it's like the magisterium didn't definitively rule for like fifteen hundred years. I don't think the argument goes like that, though, Christian. Well, in in popular circles, it basically does. I don't
3: think. I think it's both a bad argument, like because I mean, you with this. I think it's both a bad argument to say. You need the magisterium to know the canon, but also just ma fifteen hundred years. Why did it take ma fifteen hundred years is a bad argument as well. So the same argument that Dyer makes about papal infallibility where he goes, Well, the papal infallibility is so apostolic and true, bro. Why did it take eighteen hundred years? It's like what is like what do you think this argument is, dude? What sort of like
1: The funny thing is the Orthodox still haven't definitively ruled on the canon either.
3: Not the old testament canon, at least.
1: Yeah. So the orthodox, um, and I've i I've know.
3: somewhat controversially, I don't know if it's that controversial. Some people pushed it back against it, but somewhat controversially held the position that uh, that the the canon given at Trent isn't a um, it's a it's a minimum set of books. It's not a minimum and a maximum. So you could, like we could theoretically have more books added to it. We just never would ever. Uh, and but that's true that you. It, but it's it has to be true that more book like having more books in that that list is acceptable because like the Syriacs use the Peshitta and the Peshitta has five extra Psalms and has other extra parts that we don't have in the Vulgate or like the Eastern Catholics can use third Maccabees. So I think it'd be bad to say that it's a, uh, like at least an, at least a complete and totally maximum bar. Like there's no other sense you can speak of other books being uh, usable.
1: Yeah. I think um, Enoch I actually have a friend who thinks Enoch should be in the canon. He makes actually a pretty good argument.
3: Uh Enoch just has issues with it. That's the main I mean Enoch's like the least Enoch is the least bad apocryphal book. I'll put it that way. Like it's yeah, it's, it's mostly it's, good.
1: It's very hard to understand the New Testament though without well and a lot of the Old Testament without Enoch though. Provide but I mean that's just basic like second temple Judaism background. Though. Oh Dende's calling Bessarion. Oh Dende's calling Basarian. Okay.
3: Yeah. What do yeah, you guys think? Uh what do you got? I wanna <laughs> Well, I, I want to point out from David. I remember saying I watched, I watched like, a lot of the video you did, like last me you did on David. That was funny. I said something wanted to say on it, that I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, Justin's like constant, like, like he thinks like, okay, the way the filioque way happened is in uh, constant, the, the fourth con- the before the sort of fourth Constantinople and the Photian schism happens, Photius refused the filioque way, and then the Latins just don't respond. For like 1200 years, no one's responded to Photius's amazing philosophical arguments. Against Photius oh, is irrefutable.
1: People. What are you talking about? St. <laughs> Photius <of> the Great?
3: <laughs> it's a, it's just a stupid thing to presume that. Like, why would you like why would you make that argument? Because like even like, like even if you want to say like okay, the arguments against Photius aren't valid, it's like he doesn't even address like any argument ever that's been presented against Photius' claims. Which is like, why do that? Like you like so you know those counter arguments, and if you don't know your counter arguments, you're just like historically retarded. <laughs>
2: wow christian that's very (laughs) nice of you
1: okay so do do you do such a cordial host do you have do you have the meme oh he's eating pizza how much time we have uh i'll tell him you have a few minutes you gotta scarf down that pizza okay why don't we why don't
3: we start start at seven
1: it's (laughs) six five now okay well well i'm I'm sorry i'm <laughs> I have, I have, like, I this same thing happened last time, except it was like forty five minutes. So we're 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 like we cut we cut our time in half
0: to
2: be fair. It's, yeah, it's it's okay this time. Read polymers. Okay, us. let no.
1: let me. Where is the um? He said, "Dang, bro." Um, where is the meme? The meme that somebody made of David. Do you have it? The one I made. Yes, the one—the
2: one SpongeBob flick flipping burgers. Yes, that one. That one uh, I'll send it to you. No, no, I—I no, I have it up now.
1: Okay, so we let me so share screen. Great. Oh no. Okay, filioque t- leads to modal Club. Up
2: oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> the filioque led to liberalism in the west. Yeah, the
3: filioque led to abortion,
2: bro. Yeah, that's why that's why the west is so uh not outspoken about abortion. And the oh eastern yeah and then
1: like, russia russia yeah. and all of the eastern orthodox countries are very um they're very
2: anti-abortion like they're very surreal. anti-abortion yeah yeah they're that's true like that's when not... i
3: think like i'll be honest with you when i think of greek or uh, the greek orthodox archdiocese of america patriarch alpidophoros the first thought i have is, is his strong stance against abortion
1: that's the first thing that comes to mind about alpidophoros okay so secundum scripturas. Asks, so if the father communicates the essence to the son and the son has causality, then causality would be proper to the essence. But if the spirit doesn't have causality, then he is subordinated. That is a really good question. Okay, so we have to first make the distinction between principium quo and principium quod. That is the principle which and the principle by which. So with the uh, principle which, that would be the person's. So the fact that the father generates the son and then the father and the spirit, uh, spirates, um, actively the spirit. And then you have the principium. I always mix them up. I think it's a principium quo would be the principle by which, so with the, the principle by which, um, that refers to, um, I guess you could say the, the formal causality of the persons. So the fact that the, um, The son is the terminus of the intellection of the father, and then the spirit is the terminus of the volition of the father and the son. So, with the um, there was a certain debate um, over whether the uh, the fact of the having um, the principium quo would be a proper perfect it would be a relative perfection or would not be perfection but either way um the principium quo which is what you're referring to of of causality that is something which is common to the essence so the the uh the will of god which terminus uh i'm, I'm sure uh you can watch this like 10 times and probably eventually get what i'm saying but the um the will of God which terminates in the spirit is shared in the spirit. So it's not technically uh would ever be a proper perfection since the uh the principium quo is shared by all three persons, even though notionally it is uh present in the proper persons. Did that yeah. did that make any sense?
3: Um the only thing I'll say on that is is I actually call this on the, on the, on the I actually mentioned it, and I, I actually want to say something about it in relation to the two streams, and also that question uh, about like particularly and like notional relations and how those affect the qualities of the persons, and also on the topic of David when he like at the beginning of his stream when he's giving the Roman Catholic argument, which is going to like be like you know you tend to like uh, uh, steal man the argument or whatever? Um, the issue is that he doesn't like, he just thinks that, like, we propose that, like, fourfold of like the fourfold uh relation thing, just like arbitrary, like, we have no reason to propose that, like, we just arbitrarily decided that it would be nice. Which, if you just read, like, I mentioned earlier, if you just read uh, this beautiful question, The Mystery of the Trinity, it answers both those questions of why oh, why that
1: happened. So, D Wong coming in to always explain my stuff better than I can. Okay, so the divine processions are the infinite term or products from the imminent spiritual operations. The father communicates the essence of the son prior to exhausting the infinite fecundity of, and fecundity means fruitfulness, of the divine will, and therefore they both produce the same infinite term together as one principle. So the imminent spiritual operations of intellection and volition. Uh, the, uh, the son is the infinite um, term which is produced by the uh by the operation of the uh, the necessary operation of the divine intellect but uh divine intellect is a is something which is of the nature so the divine intellect is still shared uh, by all three persons it's just the term of that uh, infinite intellection is the sun so since all three persons still share in the uh the intellect it wouldn't be a um it wouldn't be a proper perfection to have that. So, does that make any more sense?
3: This is probably something that would make much more sense if you read it than if you had it spoken
1: to you. So much, so much philosophizing. I'll stick with me and my Bible under a tree.
3: Yeah, that's true. I actually think that Stephen Anderson has the best argument for the canon of scriptura, which is where you say. Uh I think the Bible is the Bible because the Bible says so.
1: That that is very true. Okay. Um the notional powers of generation and inspiration are not predicated to all three. Yes. And so are not essential, but all the powers are grounded in the essence, but notional acts are carried only by one or two. Yes. yes. So when it comes to the power because it, okay. I I guess I'll I guess I'll just argue for the fact rather than trying to explain it. If so this argument if from from Palamas and from the Eastern Orthodox, that it would be a proper perfection to have the power of causality that doesn't follow, because in their view, the father has that power of causality. Therefore, the son and the spirit would be uh, less perfect and subordinated to him. So obviously, for everybody, if you believe in any sort of generation or spiration that. Um, a uh the the power being a principal uh which cannot be a proper perfection because that would um, ruin anybody's view of the trinity so no matter it's so everybody has to fall on that sword and the latins are just the only ones who are able to explain why we don't fall on that
0: sword
3: yeah i was gonna ask isn't i might be confusing it but isn't notional specifically reserved for two persons what not notional mean exclusively two persons not two or
1: one no, no, no. Notional just refers to naming. Oh, so well, yeah, yeah. Name.
3: I'm saying, I'm saying. Uh, at least in scholastic terminology, I believe there's a like they will. Uh, I have to remember. Said, I'm, I'm basing it off of a, like the back of my head of reading the speed of questions, where Bonaventure will like limit it to notional only. He he didn't mean notional only means one person or only means two persons. It's so, like a property that's specific to a single person or a property that's specific to two persons. He might mean a single person. Because he distinguishes between he distinguishes between properties that are unique to one person in a sense, properties that are unique to two persons in a sense, and properties that are that are shared amongst all three of them. But I'm trying to remember. Uh, what... Okay, so there's a
1: question: Is Sacred Theology... yeah? So with uh, D. Wong's book list, this is really good. So um, Sacred Theologia Summa Two A is is probably one of my favorites, and then Paul's Divine Trinity is another good one. Hall. He's uh, he's an Anglican, but don't underrate Hall. Um, Paul actually recommends Hall. He's really good. Um, Lonergan, if you really want to get into like the real deeps of the filioque debate, Lonergan is really good uh, with that. Um, I'm trying to think. Obviously, Frangelin is is like top top class in his De Deo Trino, but it's not uh, it's not translated, so that's kind of unfortunate so do you have anything anything to say before i think we're gonna start there are five notions notions are hypostatic or common to two hypostatic properties or subset of notional properties
3: yeah that's what i thought yeah thank you that's what i was thinking i should remember exactly what terminology was off time
1: anyways yeah i don't have anything else to say
3: besides like i said uh like it's just wrong i got like the thing that you're me watching it is that like david just thinks we arbitrarily say things when if he just read the books he'd honestly like we don't we're not like make like like Bonaventure or Aquinas aren't just saying like the relation thing just because they think it sounds nice. Like they have, he doesn't address the arguments of why we say that
1: at all. Yeah. In English for the best defense, the filioque Lonergan in his, um, yeah. um, let, let me think. Uh, I don't think I'm, tr- I'm trying to think what it would be. Uh, divine Trinity, uh, dogmatic part is probably what it's called. Um, in English when they print it, um, De Deo Trino of uh, Franzlin. I actually have the link opened up right now because I was reading it, so I can send that link in the chat. I don't, but it is in. Um, it, it is in. Uh, is it called Triune Dogmatics? It's kind of a really cringy translation.
3: I don't think. Uh, I don't sure. think Thomas addresses the Filioque way, like in like any really sense that'd be like super useful and modern like at least not him, like not in a perfected sense. I think there's people who perfect his arguments if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, with the, with the uh with the later scholastics, they're taking in all of um, um why do I keep saying Palamas? Photius um, <laughs> takes yeah. in Photius's arguments and answers them and the modern um Eastern Orthodox critiques and even yeah. like Scotistic and Suarezian critiques. Um Yeah. So, I'm going to I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick and Uh-oh. then I guess we'll I guess we'll start you're gonna leave me and Dende? Uh, That's a terrible yeah. idea. You and Dende. Dendes can an teach an how to make mac idea. and cheese again. Dende, even no. a little quiet <laughs> over there. I promise I won't.
2: I teach you how to make mac and cheese? I
3: promise. Uh, Steven Anderson provides the best defense of the filioque Oakway. That's true. He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Stephen Anderson's defense of the filioque way is probably. We think what he would say. He might actually just say because it says this: the uh, it's Christ spirit, therefore it's Christ spirit. That might actually be his argument. <laughs> Scotistic sounds like an insult. Uh, it is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know what you mean to this. Goes. Yeah. Scotistic. Scotistic. Not the I'm gonna start calling uh, um, Bizcat that Byzantine Scotus. Scotistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's uh, if there's any uh, like. Uh, there's there's very few post Bonaventure Franciscans who I argue actually exist in the tradition of Bonaventure. but I'm curious if any of them do address the filioque anymore because Bonaventure sort of addresses it, but like only like as an aside. Like he doesn't really like get that deep into it because he doesn't really care about the Greeks at all. Like the, I mean and by the Greeks I mean the like the the Orthodox. He obviously cares about the Greek fathers, but not the Greeks in that sense, the Easterns. So he doesn't really care to address it because no one like no one was gonna have that issue in the West. That's all he cared about. Bonaventure just says that uh, basically he makes the argument that uh, there has to be these, he makes the argument that these relations have to exist. So the fourfold relation that you heard David sort of talked about at the start uh, of this stream and other, which would be the relations of um, uncaused, causing, and this is, I'm using the term caused in a very, un, like, improper sense. In say principle. Terms. Yeah, principle is a better way. Bonaventure used the word cause because of course he does, uh, but principle works too. Uh, so like yeah the yeah so basically you could you could think of it as though I think actually, he might actually use the word emanation in a sense so he might say that uh, the Father is the unemanated who who emanates the Son is the emanated who emanates and the Holy Spirit is the one who is um, emanated but doesn't emanate and is emanated from two sources and he'd argue that that is the most perfect um, the most perfect system of God in a simple form and he's basing that off of uh, Dionysius the Areopagite basically.
0: And, okay, the other, so the other, we, and the
3: other uh, Neoplatonists, if you want to call them. Oh, what
1: what is does what the West mean by intellection? Okay, so by intellection, we are actually referring um, properly. We're not referring um, analogously. Uh, that's a common mistake. Durandus actually was um, he was a medieval scholastic who put forth the idea that it was merely an analogy to speak of the sun as the term of intellection, the spirit of this, as the term of volition. But no, we actually mean properly that the act of intellection in God produces in its infinite fecundity, so its infinite fruitfulness. The term that is the Son, and then the same with the uh, Father and Son uh, producing the Spirit from two sources. Um, it depends on whether you mean um, the principle which or the principle by which. Yeah. So they form they form one uh, source. Uh, when it comes to the principle by which because they are both um, unified in the infinite volition which produces the spirit yeah but when it comes to when it comes to if we want to speak of two principles in the sense of the principles which like obviously like we have to say the father and the son that aren't aren't like don't like merge together some sort but when it comes to that um, that act of volition which uh, infinitely produces the term that is the spirit. Like, they're
3: not, yeah. they're not like, they're not like two like totally separable unique sources or something like that. Like, that's not what they mean, obviously.
1: Alpha and Omega Ministries just popped up my feed. The YouTube algorithm must become a retard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, wait,
3: does, does James White have anything on the Philly Oakway? I'm really curious if he does. does I, like I would,
1: I would be curious. Uh, the other Paul might know.
3: Other Paul, if James White has anything on the Philly Oakway? Like posting the Discord or something.
1: Okay, Dende, we're going to begin. <laughs>
2: <Okay. clears throat> 32 minutes deep oh um yeah I think we left off at 42
1: yeah but I want to watch the first 30 seconds again
2: <laughs> are we live? are we live right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> are we live sir?
3: Does anyone know this is referencing yet? Have you guys figured out what this is referencing? It's like to some. It's, He's referencing look, this guy.
2: It's like well, some yeah, Turkish politician. It's we like a Turkish know. politician. No one. No one gets this. Like <laughs> it's just I him. I can't
1: do this. I can't do the eye race for t- Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna it's go 43. to forty. We're gonna go to forty. Like right we'll there. Yeah. Right when he drinks his water. Actually, no. So we will be begin- oh, wait, there's an ad in five seconds. That's pretty much kind of the whole, the, the point. So the response to this.
3: That's a big water bottle. Wow. My competitor
4: That's social a, media. I hate this art form.
3: Every you said that last time. And my the get my brand. Okay.
1: We're, remember, we're setting it at 1.25 speed. Oh, yeah. If you're on the replay. Oh, did you have anything before we before we officially start watching the video? Anything any notes from Curtis to, yeah. to say? Yeah. Um
2: he well he talks about stuff later in the video. So I can if you want, I can pull up some of the uh things that he says.
1: Okay, if he says from oh, like, the from the beginning of the video, then just say it now, but if it's we can just wait until if uh, No, later, I, if think, I think I think it's later all stuff. later.
2: I think it's all later from what I'm seeing.
1: Okay. Okay. That's fine. Yeah,
2: it
3: looks like it's all later.
1: I will start my
4: response by just saying what the Sangary alert statement is in question, which is from Oration thirty-four, where he says, Everything the Father has belongs to the Son with the exception of
1: causality. And remember uh Dende, this was I think this is where we flipped out and finally decided to stop the video. Yeah. So right. again, when it comes to when it comes to causality, he's he's begging the question of whether this is uh principal causality or whether this is communicated causality. So So if
4: causality is referring not to fatherhood, you know, or fatherhood or causing divine person, but specifically being uncaused cause, right? So again, causality in the Greek sense, this argument in a different way, we can we can couch it, is causality in the Greek sense means being uncaused and being a cause while being uncaused.
1: Yeah, and he's arguing from Florence right now, but remember if you literally read the next sentence. Um, causality in the greek sense is not referring to uh what he's saying as an uncaused cause but it's just uh it's just highlighting the difference between hey, uh, the use of hey, cause and the use of uh principle which is found in greek versus latin theology
3: i don't know what you're talking about bro he said there'd be no quote mine so obviously that's not a quote mine like he does if you just say there's no quote mine it's not a quote mine You did that's how you fix it He he goes he on
2: say- to quote mine a lot more. It's, I, I've been reading a, a couple notes of Crutus and he goes on to like literally quote like uh, the Becos dude like the blogger that believes in the filioque but was like orthodox. <laughs> he, he, he goes on to quote mine like so many people like just later on. This is, not the, uh, true, this is not the true
1: apostolic time. and patristic Christianity. This, yeah, I this think. is not the last <laughs> like not. I would I would be I'd be okay if he was quote mining like medieval Byzantine theologians like we do, but if, <laughs> if, we, if we we quote we quote mine like
0: like
1: 18th century like scholastic theologians like yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's fine. But quote mining bloggers like come on now that's a that's a bit sad.
4: And perhaps I will I will I, I suppose they will kind of you know use Aristotelianism to make that point because Aristotle kind of had that you know uh, metaphysic right what but the problem with this kind of <laughs> argument we're like oh well anytime the Greek fathers say that the father is the is the cause okay we just say we just understand it as being uncaused cause not excluding that the son is also cause okay I mean you can already see that this argument is a little copish it's copish but okay. the real problem with this argument okay go ahead is that this will actually totally refute Roman Catholicism. Really? Uh, Why will it refute Roman Catholicism? Well, if you look at the definition of the Council of
1: Florence, not again no i've showed this definition oh numerous, numerous no no this is this
2: is again i think this is the second was, time he's brought this. numerous numerous but this no, is this, not, we're just watching the same thing over again i'm
3: like, really confused right? what he means with the whole aristotelian thing Does he think aristotle doesn't believe there's causes besides the uncaused causer the prime mover which Wait, aristotle... let me check
2: let me <laughs> check
1: our last our last video are we just watching the same thing over again yeah
2: yeah we, we are but he, this is about where we left off
1: oh okay okay, okay. yeah i guess so. I guess I'll
3: yeah, that. we I'm left just, I'm a, at
1: about forty-three. I'm,
3: for sure. I'm so confused. What do you mean by the Aristotle point? Like, what does he think Aristotle believes about causation?
1: That's I have like, is... no. I, I've honestly, <laughs> I would just just don't don't try to rational don't try to rationalize with these, <laughs> don't try to rationalize with the Greeks. They are just impossible. When well, was the last time understand. you read metaphysics, bro? Uh, <laughs> la, uh, I was. I read it all this morning after I woke up. Um
4: awesome. the Council of Florence. So, this is from the sixth (laughs) session. This is so funny. Read very carefully, especially this part. Read
1: very carefully. The sun, according (laughs) to the Greeks. So, according to the Greeks. Bro, and then you read the next sentence. And according to the Latin, it says principle of subsistence of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Bro, do you... you, He just, like, exposes himself. This, this, like, at least when it comes to the... uh, the Gregory oration, he didn't like show the next sentence where like refutes him. No, 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 this one, he just has it up there. If he just continued to read, then he would, he would know.
3: It's awesome. that If he, if you go back like five seconds, uh, it's awesome that he clearly is on Craig Chulia's website, and he like is on a secondary. Like he can't go to the original primary source of the council of. Like why
0: I know he really doesn't like it a PDF
3: or net, bro. It's not that hard. <laughs> just go to. Ca- no, 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 he
1: he he straight up just went to like the secondary source that we know he's quote mining from. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: yeah I've and already me. read this article exactly.
1: <laughs> these guys think,
4: not Florence, but like some of these people making arguments for r- when they read these, you know, statements from the fathers, you know, uh the Greek sense of the word cause it has to mean uncaused cause, oh, and then Florence says, "Yeah, the sun is cause in the Greek sense." So if that's how you're going to couch it, then doesn't that mean that Florence is saying that the sun is uncaused? No, no, that doesn't. If you're going to say no. No, uh, there's a different Greek sense of the word cause. There
0: is.
1: Well then, <laughs> yeah. argument doesn't make any sense, bro, dude. Okay, I'm not going to pull this up again. But if you go to the end of last video. I pulled up in Shiplo. Well, if you just look at the next sentence, and then if you also, like, read any Latin theologian talking about the difference between the Greeks and the Latins, one of which, which is translated as Thomas's Contra, Contra Aurores Corcorum, book one, chapter one, it was well known during that era that the Greeks and the Latins spoke of cause and principle in different senses i think not completely separated from this discussion of cause in greek being an uncaused cause or a caused cause just think... whether they use the specific reference of cause yeah or
3: i think bonaventure literally mentions this coming from the sentences too on his on the on the part of god i think he might literally mention that there's a misunderstanding between the greeks uh and their sense of cause and like a Latin and using the words cause which is derived from different sources So, and I think he might say, and he's like, and this is why the Greeks are stupid and wrong for thinking we're wrong. Literally, like,
1: I've read Blessed Scotus, right? Like, everybody recognizes this.
0: (laughs) This Like, this
1: isn't hidden.
3: Yeah, you know, you know you're messed up when Bonaventure, Scotus, and Aquinas all agree on something.
1: Yeah, and then the the next sentence also agrees on something (laughs) that you don't read. No, no, it's not even the next sentence. It's the second half of the sentence. This is terrible.
4: You're basically saying, Oh these statements that seemingly refute my theology um like just to, because i am correct that this is basically what you're saying because this, i'm this correct is, this is because i'm correct it just has to mean a different thing
1: just read the next <laughs> sentence just
4: read and next this sentence. is kind of the the Gnostic technique of redefining already established words <laughs> to kind of
3: the Gnostic technique. You're a Gnostic, bro.
1: Things. Bro, Gnostic. Gnostic We're, we bro. we a bunch of Gnostics up here. What? Okay, look. What no, uh, Let's do... hear them out. Let's hear them out. Let's hear them what out.
3: What terms do Gnostic And this
1: is kind out. of the, the Gnostic technique of <laughs> refining
4: already established words to kind of fit the new paradigm that you're trying to create, right? It's the same kind of Gnostic argumentation. Uh, I pointed this out in my video on Gnosticism. philioque uh, is Gnosticism. If you, if you Gnostic leads Gnosticism to Gnostic on my YouTube, you on the Protestantism. <laughs>
1: It's it's the second video in history of Christian theology. So, so check that playlist if you have it. And what's really ironic so, is that the Greeks are like really known for uh, like redefining everything you read in the Latin fathers as referring to like eternal um, emanation or no no what yeah. do they call it eternal uh, showing forth what, what what are they what's this manifestation eternal manifestation yeah. that's what they call it or like temporal missions. We're we're a bunch of Gnostics over here. I guess. Yeah, or
3: like where they'll read, uh, like they'll read, uh, like they're reading of, uh, like Augustine on like, uh, on like, uh, original sin and like that is the same way where they just go like, yeah, Augustine is, is like, like they just radically redefine what, what what he obviously means about original sin. It's really funny. Or like, uh, I, I want to say also to summarize. So uh, if you believe in the filioque way, you're a gay atheist, abortion supporting, liberal Protestant who's also a Gnostic.
1: No, no, no! Christian did it better. Gnostic Latin hermeneutic to prove the filioque causes abortion. <laughs> yeah, energetic procession slash eternal manifestation. There you go. I yeah. was for some reason I was mixing up my brain. Ah. Okay, we'll we'll continue. Already, my magnum opus. Um, but oh gosh,
4: that's your magnum if opus. That's kind of how you're going to play this game. Then you're going to run into a problem like this, right? Um, secondly, I will say that. I believe uh where can i find this passage hmm. there i don't know yeah I, I did i didn't make this a note here yeah um saint john of damascus in his found of knowledge actually connects causality and fatherhood to each other
0: yeah
1: uh so let me let me get the yeah <laughs> he just keeps yeah. begging the question of what cause means
3: so does the thing is that so the thing is that literally bonaventure also makes the exact same thing like bonaventure will also say like we can speak of cause as being like something specific to the father in in like a in like a very specific sense.
1: Yeah, that's that's why the Latins are okay with perfilium through the spirit. Because yeah. it's, I mean through the Son. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that that's that that's why we're fine with it, because we connect principle, um well, I guess you could say unprincipled principle um to the father, and then principled principle to the son. Yeah, it's what? it's not that it's not that difficult. Just
3: read, like, like, like we're citing like the most famous scholastics. Like we're not like getting when I like saying like Lagrange or something like that. Like we're citing like the biggest like Lagrange is pretty well known. We're citing like the three best known scholastics ever.
1: Yeah, but, uh, this is just <laughs> silly. I'll, I'll, Dende, do you have anything to say?
2: No. I, I, hello, can you hear me? Yes, yeah, so we can we can you. no, I, I don't think I have anything to say. Uh, You're just in shock. You're yeah, this is just really bad. <laughs> yeah. Just...
4: yeah, it's and it's actually you know the the quote is from the you know it's you know you can see that the same quote is is also here right because confessed that he that uh, he was manifest and communicated right? I already read this part but what he says above is he says one shall know that we do not say that the father is of anyone but that we do say that he is the father of the son we do not say that the son is a cause. Or a fodder. Yes. Pause or a fodder. Yes.
1: So we can completely agree to that. We can. (laughs) You're just, you haven't answered what the word pause means. You got a sway
3: face. That's a sway face point. You got to (laughs) go. So
2: so true. So true.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's so true
4: being father, you know, being on cause doesn't mean, you know, that you're father, right? So fatherhood, right, is by begetting a son. So St. John is pretty much saying that causality, if you have the power of causality, then you in your hypostasis, you as a person have that personal power to cause. That is, you had a personal power of being father. But we do say that he is from the father and is the son of the father. We, also and we do can- say that
2: that he was manifested and communicated to us through the sun for he breathes. <laughs> like I, I think i think this is talking about like what what is this guy talking about why how does this prove anything
3: yeah see uh, like read, like read what damascus is saying here so he says neither do we say that the spirit is from the sun but we call him the sphere of the sun right again like that's what he's like we also confess that he was manifesting Canada through the sun, for he breathed and says, and he said to his disciples, receive ye the Holy Ghost. So, like, what what's the issue here? Like again, like if you if you literally just read like anything any scholastic has ever said on the Filioque, you would know that this is a bad argument. <sighs> like the most like basic level, like again, you don't even have to you don't have to go to Lagrange, you don't have to go to you know like, not even like Suarez or right? like anyone, like literally just Bonaventure Scotus, and Aquinas all will address this, and you'll, like, you'll, there'll be no issues. I don't get why he thinks it's a good argument.
2: I mean, Aquinas thinks, I think Aquinas thinks that um Damascene got it wrong, but he didn't. I don't think Damascene got it wrong. I think Damascene is just using it in a different term.
1: Okay, let us continue. The, the, the pain. But we do say that he is from the Father and is the son of the Father. And we
4: do say that the Holy Ghost is of the Father, and we call Him the Spirit of the Father. Neither do we say that the Spirit is from the Son. So again, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit from the Father, but it's not the Spirit from the Son. Oh, so uh... do you want to grow your YouTube channel? Do you want no. to earn more views, <laughs> more subscribers?
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> of
0: course. Wow. <laughs> well, it might be. Wow. Tough for you.
1: I do want to grow my YouTube channel. Thank you. Uh, I don't see how
4: this kind of redefinition of these terms is actually going to help you out. It's, it's not, right? It doesn't help.
1: You know, but let the let the listener understand. I'm not even going to explain this for the 50th time of how it does. No, Chris,
3: yeah. you don't understand it. You can, So whenever we disagree on terms, when two people disagree on terms, one of them must have innovated. They can't possibly independently come up with two different definitions of the same term. I
1: that mean, could never like happen. How, how else are you going? Like, that is the... Like the our argument is the impossibility of the contrary. It is impossible to be able to intelligently read Perfilium uh through the sun without having this distinction between unprincipled principle and then principled principle. Like yeah. like these 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 texts turn into word salad from the Greek fathers if you don't have this same distinction that the Latins make. So I will. I'll just continue the pain.
4: Um, in fact, it just—it's just mental gymnastics. Right? Really, thank you. And I want to be—you know—I'm I'm in fact going to be kind of a little annoying here. Yes, you and are. Say, well, uh, <laughs> uh, I can just invoke Occam's razor.
0: Oh, so you should, oh.
1: in your explanation, <laughs> oh. bro! Not 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 William Occam, the dude that denied the Trinity. Oh no! Let's invoke Occam's razor. Did we ever figure out uh, what he was trying to say last time when he brought up Occam's Razor?
2: I think what he was trying to say is that, um, like, something about the Trinity not being able to be proven by, like, natural reason, but no one says that anyway. Yeah, th- nobody's agreed that it's proved by natural yeah, reason. Yeah, I know. That's the point. Like, he just thinks, like, well, if you're if you want to use natural theology, you can't prove the Trinity by natural theology. Therefore, natural theology is flawed. Yeah and, and Ockham's is bad for some
1: reason stupid. because of
2: this.
3: Even even Bonaventure, like okay, this is like one of the disagreements between Aquinas and Bonaventure that we've talked about is that like Bonaventure doesn't think you can prove the Trinity through natural reason. He just thinks you can prove it's the most like probable. Or like he thinks he can prove it to be like a, a like compatible. But like, he thinks you can prove it like necessarily. It's so, like it's just yeah, what are you talking about? You're just stupid. No one thinks that.
1: Occam's razor, dude.
3: Yeah, it's, I, I'm sorry. We just are, got are owned so hard. We just got owned crazy. so hard. I mean...
4: You're just... In your explanation of how the, how these statements from the pot make sense, you're just adding more parameters, more arbitrary parameters. Well, I don't have to accept those arbitrary parameters. And, you know, unless there's like an actual really good case that in the Greek patristic tradition, cause means being on cause in the trinity... This is a very difficult argument this is a very difficult argument to maintain so far i haven't seen that right so far i haven't seen that right and i'm talking about in a very general sense this will, it will be very difficult to prove that i suppose but that doesn't really exist and this is just me being very charitable i can
1: just say the text says cause <laughs> the text says- <laughs> bro that's does he know how like words work how like translation works like oh john of damascus wrote in english cause so uh get debunked
3: that's awesome it's like the one i love saint francis de sales me and jangy had talked about this before i love saint francis de sales i forget what it's about it might be on it's on something where like Francis de sales like just doesn't he's like the Greeks yeah. wrong the French translation's right in the he's like no that's <laughs> awesome it's that's
1: what David that's what David's doing right now like screw yeah. the Greek the text says cause and semantic. cause must mean what I mean by cause semantic
2: yeah. range does not exist <laughs> yeah.
1: yes so if you're if you're wondering um yeah that it's just called semantic he's range like, he because...
3: should be a, he should be a cage of onlyus. I
1: think I know it's like, with with translation, uh, we have to make from context a specific decision um, in in signifying with a word what the original word was signifying. That yeah, like the whole translation process that is that is what's happening. So this just shows he has no idea how translation actually works, which is weird because he he speaks a second language, like he's not a native English speaker, so he yeah. should know. How uh, two very different languages uh, interact with one another, uh, with with uh, in, in this sense. My wife just brought me cake.
3: Nice. I was just gonna say he, he also doesn't seem to understand very well, like that, like terms change meaning over time and places. Like like the same word that might be translated synonymously can have different implications in different like areas and different time. I don't. know. like he like he just doesn't seem to understand, like, I don't know, like in Shakespearean English, Prithee or I I pray thee means something very different than it does now or that it did during Aquinas' time. So it's just stupid. Like he just doesn't understand that. <laughs> Words change meaning and time and location and language to language.
1: Okay, I will I will continue. It says cause, dude. It says cause it dude. Say
4: cause. It doesn't say that. Oh he Um another another point is about like again so part of this argument is you know part of the argument that is being made is that well it doesn't say that the holy spirit proceeds from the father alone so the, the problem with this argument is that even if you show them statements like that that still will not refute this argument this argument is kind of just it is a fallacious argument and i want to show you i want to give you an example of why um let's say for example i found this i found a saint on the church father saying. Or let's say that there was a statement in the bible that the holy spirit proceeds from the father alone and not from the son right here's what these roman catholics will say oh he is saying what that means is that you know the father is the principal cause but the son is not the principal cause but gets the principal cause from the father right so even though it says alone it means that he is the principal cause of the uh, uh, of the spirit alone but when we talk about you know the being car cause that's not what's being you know talked about that's what they will say Right.
1: So did anybody understand what he's getting at? No. Yeah,
3: so what I think what he's just trying to say is that he's just trying to make a really weird cope by like saying he's just arguing, Well, if we if we had a quote that said alone, then the Romanists would just uh move the goalpost. But the issue is that no one does that. Like he's just like he's just like making up a, a false scenario that doesn't exist. Hey, what's and
1: really he's just, what's really funny he just like a- he
3: just like schizophrenically having like a psychosis moment here. Where he's what's just, really like,
1: funny is like they literally do the same thing with the filioque on their side when we bring up like a trillion quotations about uh, the church fathers especially the latin oh. fathers talking about the spirit proceeding from the son they're like yeah. oh no no no! this is just eternal manifestation oh no no, no this is yeah. just a temporal procession like you literally do the same thing because you know what you believe in what you are saying like that's all he's saying is we believe yeah in in what we're saying therefore we're we're stupid and wrong
3: and also, you can, like, the issue is that, like, no one, like, 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 you mentioned this before in your first video about him, and, like, when, when you cite those verses where, like, it, yeah, it doesn't say alone, that argument is not, like, a necessarily, in my opinion, a positive argument for the filioque, or necessarily a negative argument against rejecting the filioque All it means is that you can't justify from that passage that it excludes the filioque That's all it means, because we can interpret that in a way that it do- that it includes the filioque Right. If you get what I'm saying, it's not like a – that's the that's the issue is that, like, no one argues, oh, these verses don't say – it's, like, it's not an argument from silence or something. We're not saying, oh, the verses don't say alone, therefore it can't be alone or something like that. And like you
1: know that. what? Eastern Orthodox especially are going to get mad at Protestants when it comes to the relationship between justification and faith. Like, in this same exact thing, they're going to say, well, it doesn't say faith alone there. And they're going to say, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa actually uh every time it just mentions one thing it, it's literally just referring to that alone
3: yeah true based
1: so like this is literally what he is arguing against here is literally just how language works that that is what david Irhan hates it's the way in yeah. which language works
3: yeah he hates well, it well i just don't get like the thing is like i said like i just don't get like those verses okay they don't say alone yeah that's true right which is but that thing is that that's not a like. He just doesn't understand the argument. Like we don't think it's a positive argument for the filioque. Way. All it means is those, those verses don't exclude the possibility of a filioque way like you think they do, because you can't read. You're illiterate.
1: You're, so, you just don't know how to read. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will continue. Oh, so
3: he's having a the really kind of like strong,
1: argument of like what are you saying?
3: I'd say he's having a really strong psychosis moment. Like this is, he is deep psychosis.
4: Being you know, talked about that. That's what they will say. Right? So the kind of like argument of like Uh, the the greeks they always insert alone but it doesn't necessarily mean alone even if it's wrote alone in giant letters you will still be making these arguments right that's kind of the that's kind of the thing that's kind of problem here uh if you if you have witnessed the perry robinson anthony rogers debacle there's a great example of it many fathers use the term solopede even pelagius
1: uses the term. So that we are justified by faith alone. Is that your church
4: content of faith?
1: Man, wow. He is, he is, uh, he's one, one, he's refuting himself here. And then, second, he is positively quoting a second heretic. Man, he is, he's going for a record. It will be like quoting like Arius positively later. Like Arius was right against the Latins to say. This.
3: Yeah, he's, he's, he's going for the, the Calvin record of setting Tertullian every time you need a heretical position to justify your
1: position. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he
4: uses the term that we are justified by faith alone. But what is the content of faith, right? If he said that we are justified by faith alone and this is faith energized by love and that faith without works is dead, the Protestant will say, well, that's not faith alone. That's not faith alone. You That's faith and works. Right. You're inserting works into faith. That's works salvation. In fact, they will say that's the opposite of faith alone. But I'm still saying, you know, it's faith. Right. It's faith energized by works, but it's still faith alone. Right. But to the Protestant, that's radical. Right. That's that's works salvation. um, That is rejecting the gospel. Yeah. You you just repeated yourself, bro. The, the 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 term alone does not establish really <laughs> anything. <laughs> does the absence of the term alone Way to go! Like Wait, like he this just
0: is, he just is so he just
3: he just admitted there's a way we there's a there's circumstances in which we can say X alone and not mean that in a totally exhaustive like an utterly total. Like, the, total this extent. is
1: this is honestly surreal right here. How he like, like
3: he just refuted himself.
1: <laughs> what
3: are you doing?
1: This is this is insane. How he literally just refuted himself right there. <laughs> what? Okay, I... No, that... I, I don't believe it. This is, he has to be a Roman Catholic. There's no way he's, like...
2: In the first hour of this video, he's, he's misquoted two things. One of which he, like, left the misquotation just, like, public. He tried to use a reductio ad absurdum, and it failed miserably, and now he just refuted himself within, like, one minute.
3: This is, like, the anti-argument. <laughs> well, <laughs> this, it's just, like,
2: like, this is insane. This is,
1: this is, this is, this is, this is surreal. This is your, your smartest Greek. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, to oh, be man. fair, I
3: don't even think, like, Jay Dyer would go this. Like, Jay Dyer would realize what he just said would be stupid to say that. Like, that would, it's just self-defeating. You, like you just admitted, we can speak of saying X alone in a non-exhaustive sense. It's like, yeah, you gave credence to our whole argument that we can say in a sense.
1: No, no, the and then alone. this is this is a hypothetical too. So yeah, it's worse yeah. than that because he yeah. doesn't have any that say the father alone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, This this is this is surreal.
3: So what's the issue with the argument then? His I mean, like, because like you can't say it's ad hoc. You just gave a reason why it's not ad hoc. So
1: like what? Is he, he he, he has he has to just be memeing right here. There's there's yeah. no way that he's like an actual. He's running
3: He's got to be trolling, or psychosis, or schizophrenia. It's one of the three. Okay, trolling, I, I'm
1: psychosis. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue
4: this. There's, Um, that is rejecting the gospel, right? That's what the Protestant will say. So, the the uh, the, the term alone does not establish really anything. Neither does the absence of the term alone establish anything.
0: So arguing from no! the
4: absence of evidence. Of the term bro he did it again <laughs> alone doesn't really help you doesn't ah. time, right no and they energized by love that there, point that's a point of making my
1: there's essence no he distinction in the bible
4: uh the, this this verse is in galatians 5 6. all right love is a work faith is energized by love um uh, so again you can i hope you can kind of understand the argument that i make here is that they will no. still be making the same arguments right because they're just adding just further and further and further classifications to how we are supposedly able to read the fathers, right?
1: But You do the same thing with the Latins. It's called reading. Do you not know how reading works? <laughs> it's called reading. You define no! your terms when you read and synthesize. The thing
3: is, the, thing is, the issue is that whenever you're going to read... Two families of people. In fact, there's actually multiple, there's more than two, because he's wrong to say the East, because, well, what about the Alexandrians, the Antiochians, who would probably have different terminology? What you mean is the Constantinopitalians, or Constantinopilians, whatever you want to call them, and the Athenites, right? Not the Antiochians and the Alexandrians, but besides the point, when you're you're synthesizing all of these positions, you're going to have apparent disagreements, because, uh, surprise, surprise, languages have different implications and terminology. And are sometimes they have the words mean different things in different languages, and sometimes you might have to sort of reinterpret something to make it make sense. Which doesn't mean you're in con, you're in discon, you're in discontinuity with the uh, discontinuity. I'm bad at English. You're in uh, discontinuity. Thank you, Dende. Discontinuity with the with the source you're reinterpreting because you're just interpreting in a way that makes sense. Because the other way would be absurd. Yes, you do that too. You try to do it, but you do it in a really bad way. So yeah, David, that's how interpreting documents work. Shocking.
1: Eastern Orthodox (laughs) don't read they use Braille.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he has audiobooks, bro.
1: Okay, let us let us continue. Let us continue. This is this is just depressing.
3: This is awesome.
4: And it just turns from reading the fathers and learning from them into just trying to make a conceptual scheme that we're like you're trying your absolute best to like make it fit make the fathers and scripture fit into that but that's not really how it properly works that's not really how you're supposed to defend the faith right that's just your own gospel you're just creating your own gospel and you're trying to defend your own gospel
3: okay uh, david david what do you think of what do you think about when what do you think about when augustine says that all people have original sin david from birth what do you think about that okay david? okay what do you think about but
1: that even even okay we need to stop stopping this every 10 seconds it's just that yeah. but but he's saying like oh you're bringing forth this conceptual scheme from reading the fathers how else are you supposed to synthesize into a system you can't make a like a single statement like the fathers believe x well um you put all the fathers into a conceptual scheme so you're creating your own gospel this doesn't make any sense david
0: david (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> David,
3: how do you read? How do you read all of the Western fathers who quite clearly support, um, like I mean Augustine's view of predestination that you disagree on, and Augustine's view on original sin that you disagree on, and Augustine's view on creation that you disagree on, and Augustine's view on the filioque that you disagree on, and basically Augustine's entire worldview that you disagree on, which would go on to be the influence the entire West. How do you synthesize those, David? He's a saint in your church too. I've seen your arguments of how you do it. It's stupid, but you do the same thing just worse cuz you're wrong
1: oh god like <laughs> you know copo Co- Co- says keep doing it keep yeah. talking every 10 seconds we okay <laughs> We'll, we'll try to go at least thirty seconds this time. But the point okay. is from
4: you know, the point about Saint Cyril, right? Uh, Saint Cyril supposedly defending the Filioque. Tieschinsky notes because he, he actually uses that oh, quote from. I, I
1: I'm
2: sorry, I have to stop it, but this is exactly where. Okay. uh so Curtis, Curtis comments. This is exactly where Curtis comments. Yeah.
1: Okay, I have to grab something real quick so you can go over Curtis's comments yeah. on Saint Cyril.
2: Um, I'm gonna grab I'm gonna grab something too, so let us be ten like Yeah. Seconds. Okay. So I'm gonna read. I'm gonna essentially read what crudus left us because uh, we were supposed to have crudus on he's supposed to join us but um he unfortunately couldn't make it so i'm just gonna read um what he says here um okay so he says uh he's gonna try with CNCSC and most other orthos for centuries to gather from Theodoret that Cyril changed his mind on the Filioque. But Juji and others prove that Cyril did not change his mind. Um, Erhan then tries to downplay that the spirit being called Proprius of the Sun, um, which is what Cyril does at the end of his life. He he tries to downplay that Cyril admitted, like, pretty much explicitly the Filioque at the end of his life. Um, And Patavius, in his Book 7, Chapter 4, uh, talks about this. So Dionysius Patavius pretty much brings this up. uh, And it proves that Cyril never changed his mind on the Filioque. Um, Another thing is that there are a lot, a lot of forgeries, actually, out there about this that are in the East um in the west a lot of people like to say like well there's there's a ton of uh forgeries there the latins are forgers but it, he says here crudus says um he says uh the later byzantines actually forged some of cyril's texts naming uh uh, in his name, that say the Spirit proceeds from the Father alone, as from the mouth, and this was actually quoted even by Palamas. Like, so he says that Ortho uh, Orthobros directly just also forge a lot of documents on. Um, yeah, on that's soil. them.
3: That's them following the virtuous character of Saint Photius the Great.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, uh, but uh, I was going to say on that, cause I heard all of that. Um, I'll be, I'm back now just, uh, listening, but I want my camera on for a second. And all I'm going to say is that, uh, Cienci's book's terrible. It's awful. Cause if you've ever read, it's a lot like if you've ever read the, the, um, like the Anglican books on the papacy where the Anglicans will like concede literally every point about the papacy and just go, well, they're wrong because, uh, um, because we say so. Like Siensky just does that all the time. His book's terrible. I'm sorry. It's like, it, it, but it's like the best Eastern Orthodox apologetic against the Filioque way.
1: Weakest,
2: <laughs> strongest you, Eastern
1: Orthodox you, apologetic if, versus weakest Latin.
2: If you want to go and look for yourself on, on Crutus's notes, I put, um, it's in the, it's in the chill chat, like chill stream chat. Um, I put a thing there that directly like replies to it. So you can look at all of his notes and point out what you want to as well. If, if, okay. If, uh, His Byzantine
1: Skoda yeah. should be here in like fifteen
2: minutes. Do you do you see it, um, Christian? I put it. I put like that little dot in like the Discord. Oh, yeah. yeah directly, directly goes. So yeah, he actually gave us. So this is what he's talking about here. This is Crutus's notes on this entire section that's coming up. Um, he also says that um, Erhan is going to try and make a distinction between like (laughs) three different Greek words uh, Oh,
1: pro proenai and then pro sestai
2: Yeah, and he uses Patavius to prove that this is stupid, like that Erhan is just wrong Uh, And then the citation he gives is Cyril's Epistula 55 Okay, I
1: will continue are you guys saying Eastern Orthodoxies are forgery enjoyers? Yes, we, we exactly.
2: are. They they forge just as much as they they're like falling. to claim that we forge. They're following,
3: like I said, they're just following the great virtuous example of Saint Photius the Great.
4: <laughs> the Holy Spirit substantially proceeding from both. He says, yet in none of the passages or anywhere in his writings does Kirill say that the Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son. So the Greek term here for proceeds is ekporusti. Rather, he consistently maintains that the Spirit progresses or flows forth. That is proine or progesti from the sun, which is something rather different. What is the difference here? The difference between ekprovumenon and proine is mostly a patristic distinction in the modes of the procession of the Holy Spirit. So ekprovumenon generally means generation, and I say generally because technically speaking, proine and ekprovumenon are actually synonyms, right? So they can also be used interchangeably. But uh, ekprovumenon generally means generation. In fact, it is used for the son, too. So St. Cyril of Alexandria uh, says that the whole, that the son proceeds from the father. Does that mean that he believes that um, begetting and procession are the same thing? Well, actually, if you're Roman Catholic, due to relations of origin, that's kind of you kind of believe that, but the fact that many no, of the fathers no. fact, speak of the distinction between procession and begetting means that there's a difference between the two that is outside of the, the, the number of origins, right? So uh, what St. Cyril is pretty much saying here is really no different from what St. of Riffnus is saying and what St. John Damascus is saying, which is that although the Holy Spirit is caused by the Father alone, uh, he, he flows from the Father through the Son in energetic activities, whether those activities are temporal in creation or whether those activities are eternal, right? Uh, so there's always an eternal relation between the Son and the Holy Spirit, but this relation is based on the mode in which they act, right? In so the hypostatic modes of being. So the Greek patristic tradition then makes a distinction between the spirit's existence procession from the father and the spirit's progression from the father through the son which is about divine energies the previous quotes from St. John Damascus and St. Carol of Nyssa further amplifies the point that St. Carol is not saying the Holy Spirit derives as being from the son rather that the that the son sends the Holy Spirit to creation or that the spirit rests in the son as he carries in his person the divine energy whatever that divine energy is whether it's wisdom understanding um salvific grace you know that's what these are the energies that the Holy Spirit carries in His person, uh, and this is why Saint Paul says that it is the same Spirit that energizes all in all. Right? It's the it's the same Spirit that dispenses these divine
1: energies. Uh, let me, in fact, word concept fallacy. If I ever saw one,
3: I was just gonna say that, talk about um, you know, which... real quick. Because he's he's reiterating the same points, so I can re, we can kind of reiterate the same points and respond. I'm not going to say something I said this stream. I'll say something that you said last stream, which is just, "Okay, the sun, the the spirit goes through the sun, but what's the foundation of that?" And David refuses to address that. Like I answer what he like well, how that works, how what the function of that is. His only response is, "Oh, it's it's because they have they're they're different in their act." Well, I'd I have an issue with that and that like. If they're distinct in their act, wouldn't that like kind of somewhat seem to violate like a concept of inseparable operations or something like that?
1: Oh, he's gonna he's gonna talk about inseparable operations later. It gets it gets pretty oh, bad. Oh, awesome! <laughs> yeah, so so just just wait.
4: What is this? This is um first Corinthians twelve six, and there are diversities of energies, but it is the same God which energizes all in all. And then he in a couple of verses, later... I like
1: how he just doesn't recognize that. Um, I'd have to check my Greek New Testament, but I'm assuming it's energeo is that he thinks energeo is, uh, is always, I energize and it has nothing to do with like, I act or I work or I like work in or something like that. No, no, no. I'm just going to make the word concept fallacy no matter. And anytime anything related to energeo is used, it's just referring to, uh, um, Fodius, It's the energy, you know, um, bro. Palamis oh, pal- is, yeah. palamus. <laughs> Style like essence energy distinction type working, it's 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 super weird. Every time,
3: every time, the, every time the Greek says ousia, it means Palamas is understanding of essence, and every time it says uh energia or energio, it means his concept of, of energy. Obviously, then what else could it mean?
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> Cyril destroys their ekporutai argument, yeah. And also, um, since well, uh, Byzantine Scotus says he'll be on in a few minutes, but
2: yeah, let, but, me, uh,
1: let me see if I can find my Greek New Testament.
2: To, to reiterate uh, what Crudus says here, this distinction that he tries to make between uh, proceed, go forth, and flow forth is ridiculous. Yeah. It's, not, it's just not based in anything. He's just making it up. Um, I'm so
1: no, he's not making it up. He is reading other people
2: made it up. up, Yeah, he says he says that these words were used quite quote promiscuously and that Cyril's epistula 54 should refute this. Wait, do you do you use your books as like a monitor stand, Christian?
1: Yes, (laughs) I can't find mine. I can't find mine. I don't know where it went.
3: I only could tell because you grabbed the book and I saw, like, your screen, like, like very visibly shook. <laughs> I was like, this guy, he's got the most ghetto set up in the world right now.
1: <laughs> okay. So let us, let us uh, read. Let's see if I can. Let us read um, The Apocalypse of St. John, chapter 22, verse 1. Because remember, Ek According to him, is going to be always referring to to a type of uh, hypostatic procession, right? Let, let, let's yep. see. Kai edexen mu potemon datos zois. Lampron os crus stalon. Ek poru o menon. Ek tu thro nu. Ek. To new to Kai to Arnu, so flows forth out of the throne of God, which is a notional name in the New Testament for the Father and of the Lamb. Hmm. So this uh, river as crystal, or this this river of water as crystal, river of life of water as crystal, is flowing forth out of the throne of the Father and of the Son that is very interesting so i guess there's some sort of hypostatic procession of this uh, of this river of life which is flowing forth from the father and the son this is this is really interesting um, this, <laughs> it, it's like all throughout like the apocalypse of john too there's like 20 different examples of like water which is flowing forth out of the sun and it's ekperumenon on. Anglitar- i know uh, <laughs> christian's greek pronunciation is painful <laughs> yes i'm using a Rasmian pronunciation you
3: wouldn't want to hear me pronounce because i only have i only have uh i have one book on corne greek but I'm not, i only know like, I, I, I knew i shouldn't i knew, I shouldn't,
1: there, I, knew so. I shouldn't have read greek on stream because people would make fun of my Rasmian <laughs> pronunciation <laughs> bro no, that was even- all the greek we- fans
3: Read Latin. Read a full Latin text and we can, we can figure out if you use ecclesiastical okay. Ave
1: Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus. Not, 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 not a religious text. Jesus.
3: Not an ecclesiastical text because that's too obvious because obviously you'll read it ecclesiastically then. But like read like, I don't know, Cicero or something. Um,
1: <laughs> just read the entire oration of Cicero on stream. But yeah, so <laughs> in, interestingly, interestingly enough, this argument just uh, flies in the face of the Greeks too because clearly the river of life as crystal flowing from the throne of the Father and the Son, that's clearly referring to the Spirit, because I yeah. mean throughout the entirety of the Old Testament, which um, which is what Revelation, uh, the Apocalypse of Saint John, wait, what verse, is that? Of, what verse um, is that? What verse Revelation twenty two one.
3: I want to ask what the OSP says about it. I'm actually oh. curious. So have yeah, OSP. the Orthodox
1: Study Bible.
3: Yeah, for clarification, if it has any commentary on that verse probably doesn't revolution 22.1 uh 21 oh, skipped it 22.1 you said right yeah it does it says the river of life manifests the giver of life the holy spirit see 21.6 also ezekiel 47 1 through 12 so, so they agree that it's the spirit yeah i believe so
0: yeah (laughs) oh
1: why is why is this dude wearing a mask when alive because he's because he's uh a muslim convert doesn't want to get um uh a funny package
3: it keeps going it says the old testament feast of the tabernacles the festival of the messianic kingdom emphasized light and water as in his gospel so here john shows these themes are fulfilled by christ and his church Christ is the light of the world. The Holy Spirit is the water of life. The Church is the Messianic Kingdom.
1: So it's just it just admits the obvious fact that that's referring to the Holy Spirit.
0: Yep.
1: Okay, I will continue uh, as I <laughs> as I search again
4: because I have it off of memory, but I want to get the exact the exact statement. Uh, yes manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all for the one is given by the spirit of the word of wisdom to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit, right? So these are the energies of the Holy spirit, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, um, really knowledge, wisdom. These are energies, uh, that the Holy spirit dispenses to us. It gives to us, uh, Oh, there are dogs outside barking, but it's, it is quite late. I don't think you can hear that though. I can hear but I don't think you can hear it. So that's fine. Uh, so, The kind of the main point that I'm trying to get at here is that if you have a belief, if you believe that God has divine energies and his divine energies distinct from his divine essence, then you can establish different kinds of relations in the Trinity. It does not just have to be relations of origin, right? That is pretty much what we're kind of getting at here. To to further the point about St. Carol, uh, Theodoret's Epistle 171 uh, says that St. Carol rejects the idea that the Holy Spirit is not of the Son, nor derives existence from the Son. So uh, this was a dispute between Theodore and St. Kirill of Alexandria, uh, where St. Kirill of Alexandria pretty much said, no, I do not believe that the Holy Spirit gets its existence from the sun, right? Uh, St. You know, Mark of Ephesus notes this in the Council of Florence. I've had, I have had numerous videos talking about this exact point ad nauseum. So I'm just going to be reading out the part from Shersensky's book on the Fulioka where He says, Kirill, in his ninth Anathema against Nestorius, had stated that the spirit was Christ's own spirit, which led Theodoret to, to question whether Kirill was advocating the idea that the spirit has a subsistence from the sun or through the sun. For Theodoret, this idea was both blasphemous and impious, for we believe the Lord who has said the Spirit of Truth who precedes from the Father. Kirill denied that he held this teaching, leading Theodoret to confirm the orthodoxy of Kirill's Trinitarian theology, since the church had always taught that the Holy Spirit does not receive existence from or through the Son, but proceeds from the Father and is called the proprium of the Son because of his consubstantiality. Um, and another letter that I want to talk about is St. Maximus's letter oh, to Hold Marinas,
2: on, hold on. This is where again uh, also cuts it off. He says he says, "I'm gonna just read this again because I already read it on stream." You're muted, I'm- Christian, FYI. What? I said oh, yeah. Christians muted. Christian, mute Chris. Oh,
1: I was just gonna. I was just gonna play the last five seconds till we get to the. I, I'm gonna play it while you talk, so I'm not. I'm just gonna mute it because I don't feel like listening to the ad. Go, Go ahead.
2: No, Curtis just says here that he quote tries with Ciancielski Cienci- Cienci- and most other orthos centuries to gather uh, from Theodoret that Cyril changed his mind on the Filioque, but Juji and others already responded to this and proved that Cyril did not change his mind. Um, Erhan tries to downplay the spirit being called the Proprius of the Sun, uh, which is what Cyril does at the end of his life. Um, and it proves that Cyril never changed his mind being called the Proprius of the Sun. Uh, Batavia, he says, he says, Petavius, book uh, seven, chapter four, and he, yeah, so <clears throat> this yeah. this argument that he's that Erhan is putting forth was already responded to like in the sixteen hundreds. He's that far behind, yeah. So lol. Christ <clears throat> Orthodoxy
3: debunks Orthodoxy. I'll, I'll
1: just I'll just uh translate Batavius, book seven, chapter four real quick. I'm just joking, I'm not doing that.
3: Yeah, that so good. the actually it says Orthodox are wrong. That's all it says. It's kind of an interesting uh
1: Interesting chapter.
3: Interesting chapter. This says yeah. in all caps, Greek's wrong.
1: Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep playing. I'm still waiting for BizCat because he wants to debunk him on the essence energies real quick yeah, from the In the passages he keeps quoting. Yep. Okay. Uh, He's going to wait for him, gonna,
3: yeah, continue. No, no, no. I'm continuing. Yeah.
4: Uh, you know, the, the the hypothetical Roman Catholic mentioned this, but <clears throat> I am the hypothetical Roman Catholic. <laughs> St. Maximus' letter to Marinus, which again, uh, you know, the, the, the hypothetical Roman Catholic mentioned this, but. <clears throat> uh, right, so this statement here, focus on here. Again, you know, look, at the Holy Spirit proceeds. Ah, all...
1: uh, St. Maximus on the Filioque. I'm glad we're reading uh, primary sources right here. So yeah. Up, what does he say about it? I'm glad. I'm very glad we're just reading Well, What is this from? Uh, let me see,
2: dude. This is just
1: isn't this <clears throat> the same? So Maximus the Confessor, letter to the priest, patrologia greca So, this is this is just a collection of quotes. Yeah, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure you can this is find
3: the one... that, that pretty easily, like a physical copy of that pretty easily.
2: This is or the like, one like... that the, the Latins responded to, didn't they already at Florence? He's
0: yeah, yeah, was
1: yeah, The
2: argument that was already responded to at the Council of Florence. Yes. Because he's read the Council of Florence
3: before many times, obviously. He's got a very good understanding of the Council. Obviously,
1: he's read St. Maximus all the time, too.
3: Yep, constantly.
1: Oh, I mean, uh, well, obviously, said that this I mean, is who, it. Would,
3: who would ever read Maximus the Confessor and think he believes in the Filioque way, right? I mean, what what kind of like, psychopath Saint, did you have well, to Well,
1: St. Maximus the Confessor. I, I don't know. I, it, what makes What makes most sense to me is this argument that he's going to bring forth. Doesn't make any sense if you actually know the history behind Saint Maximus <laughs> the Confessor, of like defending the orthodoxy of the Roman Pontiff.
3: Yeah, he's a papist.
1: Yeah, he def- he defended his orthodoxy in in uh, believing in the filioque So, like, e- even if like you had a like very cool reading that made a lot of sense, like you're just going to suffer from the from the history of it. You know, that that's not like his direct reference. Okay, I will. Oh, BizCat said he'll be in here in a minute. Oh, is this? <laughs> wait, is this? Ripped is ripped out this... by Byzantium. <gasps> Wrote onto him like that. Thousands of years later, people try to claim he was an anti-Roman.
2: Oh, this is the blog that Curtis was talking about? <laughs> yeah, it is. So this this blog that he's quoting this from is from um okay so he says this is dr peter gilbert's blog this is Bekos's blog who's an orthodox scholar who's friendly towards the latin tradition and he, he he tries to get the quote from saint maximus from um dr peter gilbert who actually affirms the western position like so, so this blog, this blog, if he read the rest of the blog, it would just say that the Western position is correct in interpreting Maximus.
1: Wait, wait, so the whole purpose behind this article is to prove the Western position from St. Maximus? I
2: think, I think so, or at least, at least give some level of credence to it as being possible. Yeah, like he just cites this article that says, yeah, the Western position on the filioque is possible, and here's why Orthodox get Maximus wrong, and he it, just quotes that's... it.
5: He just quotes Rex in the article. <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: <laughs> this is, oh my gosh. This is an absolute Greek moment right there. I will continue. No. Uh, actually, Biscat said he was going to be here in like 30 seconds. So I don't want to continue on to a new... <laughs> Uh, I'll check, I'll check the chat to see if there's anything people are saying. Oh, Hey, people, people in
3: chat saying. say something funny or interesting,
1: say something funny or interesting. So we can wait the two minutes for Bizcat to get here so we can, but I don't want to get too far away from all the energies talk and then yeah. kind of like make it. So
3: I want to ask, uh, like, so what do you think that, uh, Jay Dyer, it's so like, you know, like the classic, like Ray comfort level Protestant apologetics is just to say, Hey, 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 are you saved? You know, yeah. saying that, right. Yeah. Um, do you think that uh, like diorites will start going? Hey, hey, hey! Is your news pure? So then that'll be their,
5: another pivot. Their I their don't think you'd. Oh, hey,
1: how's it going, Gideon?
5: Yeah, yeah. So um, was like I was going to talk about how um he's bringing in here all these passages where we have um Energia in the um. Greek. Or is it? I, apparently i picked the worst shirt to wear on stream here i'm just real, but um, <laughs> what is it it's um he's drawing on an argument at least i think somewhat here of um who is it what's his name uh, david bradshaw where bradshaw has yeah. been arguing that um the use of energia in um saint paul is actually drawing on a larger tradition of the use of energia within greek philosophy starting with aristotle and i think he might be somewhat correct there but what bradshaw i think is somewhat missing there is yes this is a very aristotelian word so you I think it would translate as act or activity so you could possibly in saint paul's uses of it bring in a aristotelian philosophy of act and potency to it i don't think that's necessarily <laughs> a bad thing but that doesn't necessarily imply that Palamas's understanding of energia is correct because there's lots as bradshaw has shown there's lots of different understandings of energia that's why the first half of his book just looking at the use of energia in classical philosophy is quite good, just showing the variety of different uses it has after Aristotle. But then he jumps from that to, in the second half, the first half was a dissertation he wrote, so it's actually like well-researched. And the second half is just basically him finding every spot Greek fathers use Energia and just reading the Pellomite distinction into every single one. And so I think there's genuinely interesting research you could do on St. Paul's use of Energia but you can't just jump to it therefore it's Palamos's interpretation of it like you'd have to build on that i think the more interesting passage to really draw on would be um colossians 129 where he uses um Esau okay uh copio uh, i haven't pronounced Greek in a while so i'm not going to try and pull it off on stream here but basically me, he's saying that um here we go. Unto this I toil, striving according to the Energia of him. Um, ener- uh, Gumenain. So, working or energizing in me. Um, in Diname. So, in power or in... Um, I think the, the fact that um, Diname here is used is quite interesting because once again, with um, Diname, this is actually the word that Um, Aristotle uses for potency, the word power here, and that has an even larger philosophical tradition going back to Plato. Um, Michael Barnes wrote a very interesting book on some of the history of it going up to Gregory of Nyssa. So anyways, I'm not trying to come in here and say this is the correct interpretation of Paul and his interpretation is wrong. I'm just saying that this is a very interesting philosophical words that St. Paul is choosing to use here. Perhaps he's using them in an ordinary sense, perhaps in a certain philosophical sense, but you can't just immediately jump to this is how he's using them. You'd have to actually establish from Paul's writings what the intention is with his, use, with his words there. So if you've, I think if you've already established Pelhamism, you could go back and say, all right, now that since Pelhamism is true, we can interpret these sentences in Paul's letters that way, but you can't use those to go back and, and backwards prove Pelhamism, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that made sense.
5: Yeah. I was okay. gonna say, do you even, have anything to... Oh, we've been streaming
3: for this. an hour and 30 minutes, but we have forgotten 15 minutes more into the video in total.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. We might have to do a part three. There's no-, <laughs> but you, yeah,
3: part- no, there's no, there's no might. I don't think there's a mite to that. To that. We, we oh. will have
2: to do a part three. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I want to bring up here. Seconds, but, sorry. Sorry. The yeah. last 20 minutes are, as you said, just him like making fun of the West. So we don't even have to cover the last 20 minutes.
1: We do a yeah. chill stream where we laugh at the last 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <that's> yeah. <fair. laughs>
5: I want to point out that even if, let's say in theory, his interpretations of all the Eastern fathers were 100% correct, we'll grant that for a second, if Augustine's Trinitarian theology is in line with later Latin Trinitarian theology, and if all the other Latins, including the the Latin fathers, are in line with Augustine, why didn't the East schism from the West back in the 4th century, or back in the 5th century, you know? pretty much everyone after Augustine is an Augustinian in the West, at least to some degree. So why wasn't there a schism with Augustine before that, with the West right after Augustine? At the very least, you can't say that Augustine is a heretic and his Trinitarian theology is heretical, especially if so many other people in the West held to it. So I think you would have to say at this point, if he was correct in interpreting all the Eastern fathers, that back before the schism, there was a disagreement on this matter, at which point the two sides didn't think that that was worth anathematizing each other over, at which point you couldn't justify continued schism from the Catholic Church just on that ground. It's
3: part of, it's part of the classical argument. That's not too classical, but at least part of the argument that someone proposed that it's quite clear that Photius didn't want to be a schismatic, like if just, we just read what he says, it's quite clear that his intention was never to break away, right? Um... So you sort of have to deal with like how these how you deal with issues becoming more important over time. Uh, so like why why was the filioque not worth schisming schisming over in the uh, late 9th century and early tenth century, but it is worth schisming over in the uh, mid eleventh?
1: You have true. <clears throat> okay, let us continue. Do you have anything to say about Saint Maximus? Actually, well, let's just wait until after he makes his argument from Saint Maximus. Yeah. Uh, right, so this states, but which again. Uh...
5: I, I will note on Maximus briefly here. Maximus spent a large section of his life, in, first of all, in Carthage, that's where he was initially a monk, and then after that, he spent a while in Rome. So living so close to where Augustine was, and then living in Rome, where he was in a close communication with the Pope at that time, that clearly he must have known Augustine. Like there's no way he didn't know Latin and didn't know Augustine. So if when he's talking about what the Latins believe about the Trinity, he's talking about what Augustine believes about the Trinity. So you have to then go back to what does Augustine believe? And if we're in line with Augustine, as I said earlier, if we're in line with Augustine, we can't be heretical.
1: It's kind of funny who, uh, who cut out his tongue? Who cut out his tongue, Gideon?
5: The Byzantines.
1: Eastern Catholics.
5: The Eastern Catholics did.
1: <laughs> you yeah.
5: know, they, they, they were monothel at the time. They weren't in communion with the Catholic Church. Oh, you, um, no.
3: you, also, you also could just, by the way, just as a side note, in case he wants to get really spurgy about the whole Augustine being a heretic thing. Just read out Sarah from Rose is about Augustine. That's kind of the short of that. The whole Seraphim Rose, uh, argument that class eos have historically are lit Uh, not eos more generally but some eos especially athenites and russians have taken such a harsh anti-latin position that they've just rejected augustine totally and basically just try to disregard him as a saint and sarah from rose is a very good short little book on the topic of why that's not a tenable position
0: you know the
4: the, the hypothetical roman catholic mentioned this but uh right so this statement here focus on here again you know look The Holy Spirit proceeds also from the Son. What does he say about it? He says that the Latins know, in fact, that the Father is the only cause of the Son and the Spirit. The one by begetting and the other by procession. So begetting and procession are not distinguished by how many relations there are, but they are distinct in and of themselves. Now, what exactly is the character of this distinction? We do not know, as St. the Theologian says. We do not know the matter of this distinction, but we know from Revelation that they are distinct. What is an example of this? Well, the human family is a great example. So St. Gregory the Theologian, he says that. Yeah, how is this
1: supposed to prove his point? Yeah. I'm really confused. He's just. And then, and then I even would agree with that. Uh, (laughs) I just don't think it would be uh, sufficient where Gideon, since he's a SCOTUS, would say it's sufficient.
2: He uh, is not so. (laughs) Yeah, he's just uh, appealing to the whole cause thing that he doesn't uh... know. Wow, thanks. You didn't come on the stream. That's (laughs) That's Darien's <laughs> account. He never came on. He's sitting in the chat watching me. Yeah. Anyway, so he doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> actually clarify what is meant here. But um, uh, so so again, like I said, Crutus couldn't make it on, but he's he's t- telling us in the secret chat. Just so you see at the bottom of the screen where it says notes. You see at the bottom of the screen right there. Where okay, I'm gonna. I'm
1: actually gonna open up the. I'm. I'm just gonna share the article. Yeah. Real yeah. Quick.
2: So Gilbert's notes just refutes just refutes what he says, what Erhan says here. It explains uh, Maximus.
5: Yeah. I was talking with Gilbert about him coming on my show. We're supposed to do that sometime in April, but then I forgot to get back to him and actually arrange something. I need to do that.
1: Okay. Oh, with regard to the first matter, they, the Romans, have... Okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna this would be forever to read. Oh wait, no, it wouldn't. Um Okay, what uh there you go. Okay. Oh he's, he's I using... second Leo. Just... Yeah, by using coming forth instead of proceed, does Maximus intend to say that the Latin doctrine is true, provided that one understands from the sun, as referring only to a temporal uh, mission of the spirit? That would be a phodian interpretation of what Maximus is saying here. But I think the passage can hardly bear that meaning. Maximus has lived in the West, and he doubtless knows that that is not what the Western Church, his orthodoxy he is defending here, was saying. What then about the claim that the Latin-speaking Church has not made the Son into a cause of the Spirit, when it asserts that the Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son? How can that claim be squared with the decree of the Second Council of Lyons, that the Holy Spirit is um, eternally of the Father and the Son, not as two principles, but um, out of one principle? Uh, Oh, I.e. that he proceeds eternally from the Father and the Son, not as though from two principles, but as through from a single principle, not with two spirations, but with a single spiration. Some Orthodox claim that St. Maximus cannot really be defending the Filioque in the sense in which the doctrine was understood in the medieval West because Maximus explicitly affirms that the Father is the only cause in the Trinity. To speak of Father and Son together as constituting a single principle of the Holy Spirit's procession, as the Council of Lyons does, seems to take away uh, the Father's position as sole cause. However, Bessarion in the 15th century argued that when St. Maximus says here that the Father is the only cause, he means cause in the sense of procata... Oh, gosh, the row and the... Oh, blah, 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 blah. That is original initial cause. By and large, that is Bekos' view, too. And I think that Bekos is justified in seeing Maximus as supporting beforehand the procession of the Greek Unionists. For Bekos, although father and son constitute a single principle of the Holy Spirit's procession, the father remains the sole cause because all the son's causality gets referred back to the father, according to St. Basil. Moreover, if one reads the minutes of St. Maximus' final trip in Constantinople, it is very clear that one of the main reasons why the imperial government had St. Maximus's tongue cut out was that he forthrightly upheld the authority of the pope over the emperor in deciding religious questions. To depict St. Maximus as anti-West, anti-Western and anti-papal is to replace historical reality with a crude cartoon. All of that makes me think that the interpretation Beckos and Basarian gives of this passage is essentially right and that Mark of Ephesus's interpretation is basically wrong. St Maximus like John Beckos saw the filioque as orthodox. Dang, that is pretty damning. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah, that's just base. Why haven't we canonized like Beckos and Basarian yet?
1: Oh we should oh man, we should imagine Saint Bissarian or a Purnobi yeah. that'd be so based.
5: Yeah. We need to start um a cause for canonization for Bekos and Bissarion.
1: We should. That would be that'd be a good I, uh
5: was it um I just got an article, I haven't read it yet, from um is it uh, Jared Goff who sent me something about some like SCOTUS influence on Bissarion as well.
1: No, get out get out
5: of here. <laughs> I, I don't know anything. I haven't read the article yeah, never yet. Never mind, I'm, thought... against, I'm against his canonization now. <laughs> okay, will... I know but I know overall though was a Platonist. He was like a huge time Platonist and wrote a whole thing well, his, defending Plato his, against Aristotle.
1: His teacher, um Plato was yeah, Plato. Although yeah. pletho was kind of funny because he just went and just made yeah yeah he, he apostatized he went and bullied Mark of Ephesus a bunch.
5: Well, what's even funnier is Plato was like the original larp'er, like the original pagan larp'er. Like he hated Christianity and had a whole thing trying to revive like a mix of like Zoroastrianism and like Greek like paganism and stuff.
1: Yeah, then he taught a bunch of cardinals of the church and yeah. a bunch of like bishop, like serious <laughs> bishops.
5: Per- apparently, was a good Greek teacher. <laughs>
1: Christian, would you talk to Golf or Reverend Caps first? Um, I have emailed back and forth with Golf a little bit. Um, I'll I will just get their synthesis in the Byzantine scotus. It's kind of like everybody recommends I talk to them, but it's like I I have Gideon here. Like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother them. Like they they already taught Gideon everything I, they know. So
5: yeah, I don't I don't know Caps. I mean, we sent like one email back and forth, but it had nothing to do with theology. But I know Golf pretty well. We talk pretty frequently.
1: Okay, I will continue on. Uh, just
4: like Adam is unbegotten, so is the father unbegotten. Just like E proceeds from Adam's rib, the Holy Spirit proceeds from the father. And just Bro. like Seth is Bro. begotten from Adam, the son is begotten
1: from the father. Right? Bro. So the Holy Spirit... Yes, Seth just came out of the other side of Adam. Thank you. Thank you for that one. Um, thank you. ...is
4: not caused by the father, but this expression of double procession from the Latins... Is used to mat to manifest the spirits coming forth that is pro ine through him, and in this way to make clear the unity and identity of essence. I know that this blog actually argues that this proves the polioque, but it in fact proves the absolute opposite. The sun does not cause the Holy Spirit. And this also contradicts the Council of Florence. which says that the Holy Spirit <laughs> is caused by the Sun in the Greek sense.
1: In the Greek sense, boys.
2: <laughs> he literally Greek just sense. goes like straight up, yeah, yeah. This 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 article proves like Maximus is pro filioque, but but just trust me, no, like that's just <laughs> <Yeah>. not because <laughs> I read it, it in English and it says the other like it just says no. <laughs> in
1: in the Greek sense, Eric Ibarra's in watching. The Greek sense, Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We should just we should just uh, throw him
5: the the link. Thro, yeah. Da-da da-da Eric! Yeah. Hey, hey, Eric, do you want to come join us on here? Oh. Eric, let me know if you do. I'll DM you the uh, streamyard link on Facebook.
1: No, I'll DM you the streamyard <laughs> stream
5: first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will. I will tell a friend of mine who is near your area because I don't want to dox your area and. I will send him the link, and then he will go to your front door and then give you the link. Uh,
2: he's got to uh, go. Maybe maybe part three, if we're still continuing on part three. Yeah, we'll probably have yeah, this, to do a part three. So. I
1: know, this is just... This, There's no this is, probably. Stop so, saying probably, Deidre. There's no problem. Will. <laughs> this is so? It's so painful. It's like over and over and over and over as again like have you seen this oration from gregory or we, in the greek sense <laughs> like you, did read, you did read the second half of the sentence from either of those it's it, it just makes it infuriating
2: we we should have it be like we've had so many different people come on for like um like part so part one it was just like me and Bissaria and now it's like alex and, and bizcat we should have like classical theist and eric abora come on for
0: part three
5: we <laughs> have like a whole <laughs> plethora of people just waiting to some J- jared
2: jared golf over there
5: we yeah. <laughs> got everyone
1: jay dyer yeah. comes in
3: get get jared Goff and ed phaser on the same stream
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay i will i will continue because i just wanted to point out that like even though that's the most ridiculous argument, we've already shown why it's ridiculous. He's just he just keeps bringing it up. Off the words, pause. Right. In the Greek sense. So
4: let me read through my notes again. In the Greek sense. I, I've been sick for like a couple days. Again. In the brain. This was a very minor sickness because I was out in the wild, you know, out in the village, saving the world. So I got a little I I got a little cold, but I'm good now, right? Uh, so I know that just a tiny little bit blocked.
1: And take some day cooler. I think
4: think that's all of the notes, all of the points that I wanted to make. All right. So now let's continue with the Roman Catholics. Again, anything that I'm saying until I stop, it's the Roman Catholic arguing, right? The principle of this procession is God's nature, according according to Ludwig Ott, the Holy Ghost proceeds from the will or the mutual love of the Father and the Son. So that we understand then that the Holy Spirit is willed, that is love of the Father and the Son, and is their common bond. This further strengthens the idea of trinitarian relations by relations of origin. However, some argue that this means that the Spirit is a product of God's will. That is not the case. This is simply a description of the Spirit's uh, mode of existence. Since persons are relations, the relation of the Spirit and the love between the Father and the Son is love. The Spirit is then, so to speak, love from love. So the Spirit is not a result of God's ad extra will, that is the will that caused this creation, but ad intra will, that is the divine essence of the Father and the Son, which generates the Holy Spirit. So then, how do we answer some of the other potential objections from the Orthodox? For example, they believe in they argue from the hypostatic properties that, you know, the Father is uh, unbegotten, the Son is begotten, the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father. These are the hypostatic properties. But the latter fathers also speaks about hypostatic properties. For example, St. Paul Genius of Ruspe, uh, who says the hypostatic property of the Holy Spirit is to proceed from the Father and the Son. And he is an Orthodox saint, too. So, they say that since the property of the Father is to be caused, the Son cannot cause the Spirit. If that is the case, St. Photius says that this is semi-Sibelianism. But this is not the case because we distinguish the persons based off of their relation of origin. And so since the, the sun has one origin and the Holy Spirit has one or has two origins, um, this accusation does not make sense. We can still distinguish between each of the divine persons. There is no Sibelianism going on around here. So
1: um, I'm so I'm so confused. Did anybody get that? So are we are we semi-Aryans or are we semi-Sibelians? Or are we like
2: No, he's just reading, he's just reading art.
1: No, 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 he's not. There's no way he's, he's just reading out there.
5: He didn't, Was he reading? Yeah, no,
1: no, no, no. He just read not. a small section from Haunt. Yeah, yeah, I'll just continue on. I'm. I'm. Am...
5: Are you wait, okay? Wait, you know, you know, David Aaron thinks that the, uh, the son and the spirit are both God. Sibelius also thought the son and the spirit were both God. Is he a semi Sibelian now? And also oh. Arius thought that the son and the spirit were separate persons, that's what David Aaron thinks. He's a, just a semi-Aryan. You know, of course, he doesn't accept the full conclusions of Sibelius or Arius, but he's semi because he agrees with them on those things. No, That's no. Uh, so, oh,
3: wait, no, and Gideon, you Gideon, expe- Gideon. Not only that. So also Arius also did believe without qualifying, but in a sense that the son was God and that in a sense, the Holy Spirit was God. So, yeah. that, I mean, yeah. So he's also, yeah, he's also actually a full Arian, the,
1: the The Latins, obviously. the Latins, so Latins like actually, the Latins actually teach. That the Gospel of John is in the canon, <laughs> so David Erhan is a semi-Latin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, okay,
1: yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to process what he's saying. It's just he's not explaining it in a very good way, um, making the distinctions he's making. So I don't think it's too clear in his mind, like the distinction between principium quo and principium quod. Like I don't, I don't think he's distinguishing uh, properly. But we will continue and see see if anything good comes up. There's actually a lot of point by
4: point things that I want to go point by point so I want to talk about uh the, the quote from Ludwig God the Holy Ghost proceeds from the will or the mutual love of the father and the son right so this is kind of you know, if you if you read Jedi's arguments on the filioque as the area and subordination of the Holy Spirit um he his his thesis is basically uh, since Roman Catholic dogma says that the Holy Spirit proceeds from the will uh, of God the Holy Spirit therefore must be a product of God's will the response Uh, generally is that there is a distinction between ad introvill and ad extrovill, right? Uh, And this argument is also similar to the argument I used uh, about uh, the the St. Athanasius quote about uh, uh, from his third discourse against the Arians. He says, a man by counsel builds a house, but by nature he begets a son. And what is in building began to come into being at will and is external to the maker. So what is the the, the product of the divine will is external to God. Uh, But the son is proper offspring
5: the spirit isn't some like odd extra product of God's will. Like the spirit is like the terminus of the will odd intro. Like he's completely confusing this.
1: Yeah. I, I've, I don't think he really understands it in, in a good sense at all because it's not like it's by, by like product of the will. Like when, when Athanasius is writing against the Arians, the issue with the Arians is that uh, when, when they were conceiving of the beginning of the sun that it was like some sort of um, voluntary act. But what we mean is the necessary terminus of the infinite fecundity of the will. Yeah, We're speaking of a necessary terminus that occurs in second act in, in the divine life. That that That's what we mean. We don't mean like, okay, God contemplated it and then decided one day that it would be pretty cool to have a spirit and that he loved the son a lot. So he decided to uh, will forth um, some imminent procession of the spirit. That's not how it works. It's, it's a, um, it's sort of a necessary, uh, I guess you could say, emanation uh, from the will of God.
5: Are you accepting a um emanationist view of the Trinity now, and finally repudiating your false Thomistic understanding? No, I just, use, I just use emanation.
1: <laughs> I use emanation because I think that's a very good way of, um, of describing the way in which, the, yeah, just... the way in which a terminus uh, happens in the will and I've
3: I've had to say, i said this a couple of times now, but, like, the thing is, like, you don't have to appeal to any of, like, the even somewhat late Scholastics to disprove what he's saying. Like, you can literally just stick to Aquinas and Bonaventure, even those two, but then also Scotus happens to also disprove him. So yeah. like, if you just, the issue is that, like, if he just had any sort of cursory knowledge of what those people believe, he wouldn't have these issues. Yeah. But he just hasn't read them.
5: I was looking around here, I've trying to figure out where I put it, but um, Bonaventure's Disputed Questions on the Mystery of the Trinity really solves a lot of this.
3: Yeah, exactly. I have it right here.
5: All right, yeah. So, this book. A new
1: scholastic manual solves all of this. Yeah,
3: just read this. Not even this. So This is very late Bonaventure, as as Gideon put it out in history. Even his the second volume of his commentary on the sentences that deals with, with God will tackle this and also refute it. I mean, even and the thing is that, and, and Boniface is not doing anything novel there, he's citing like Dionysius or pseudo Dionysius, whatever you want to refer to no. it as
5: Dionysius. Yeah, Dionysius.
3: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm being, I'm just being uh, what's the word ecumenical?
5: For it? I'm okay, being
3: technical. Um, yeah, so I don't
1: think you really understand because his argument would follow that we would be Aryans if we were talking about some sort of like. Voluntary act in the sense of like a prior consideration, not the like infinite and necessary term of a certain um, imminent operation that is the will or the intellection. Like that's why I think that's why I think emanate actually uh, describes it pretty well, the way in which we're conceiving of the negations that we have to make about how the um, the procession of the spirit and then the intellection of the sun works. So, yeah, emanation is a really good word. Okay, but I will continue of the Father's essence
4: and is not external to him. Therefore, neither does he... So, you know, it's not external to him, so the the Son is not a product of God's will. Therefore, uh, St. Athanasius continues, uh, neither does he counsel concerning him, lest he appear to counsel about himself. As far then as the Son transcends the creature, by so much does what is by nature transcend the will. And they, on hearing of him, are not to measure by will what is by nature. So, St. Athanasius is basically saying here that the Son is a product of God's nature. Right? He's a generation of God's uh, nature.
1: Bro, Did, does he think we disagree? What does he think the will is? He he said like, "Oh, Saint Athanasius says it's a product of the nature, where the Latins say it's a product of the will." That do you not? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna continue mm-hmm. because like a distinction will be made yeah, they, they, <clears throat> between they, a proximate. Between the uh, proximate principium quo and the remote principium quo. Yeah, the remote the, principium quo is the nature. And yeah. approximately, uh, specifically, we mean the will.
5: Yeah. But this is simply um, what is it? the whole uh, Sixth Ecumenical Council, right? That will in activity are properties of nature, not properties of persons.
1: Yeah. He, uh,
3: gosh, we're, we're getting, we're edging closer and closer to the inseparable operations cringe that you were.
1: Oh my gosh. Are we?
0: Oh, I'm going
3: to presume we are if he's going like the will direction and I'm presuming he's going to get to and person and how they interact. I'm, I'm presuming he's going to get to the inseparable operations part.
1: The real reason I'm doing these is I want to, um, make nine hours worth of videos against David Erhan. So he, uh, to, to make him sit down and watch these videos for 9 hours so he doesn't have time to make any videos of his own.
0: Have you Hopefully. have you get to
3: this point in part 2 David and you saw and you see that? I totally co-signed what I my just, guy Christian B. Wagner said. I just at. I just
1: said I totally I totally owned you after these like 5 <laughs> hours of you watching my video. Yeah. <laughs> so uh the 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 way they read this is pretty
4: much that Add the ad extra will is what creates things. So that is what St. Athanasius means by will. But the ad intra is what St. Athanasius means by generation, by nature. That's how the Roman Catholic view of this statement from St. Athanasius' third discourse is understood. Um, there, there are obviously problems with this. So the, oh, the first really? thing I will say is that Otz also says the object of the divine will by which the Father and Son produced the Holy Spirit is primarily that which God necessarily loves, namely the divine essence. So the divine essence is the object of the divine will which is the same thing that produces the Holy Spirit, and secondarily that which he freely loves, which, which are created things. But didn't we share a quote from
1: Thomas Aquinas' Summa Contra Gentiles? Yes, we did. What The one that you clearly didn't read? Is that quote? I mean- Accidentally, he, wait, did, wait, did you see that part in the video, Gideon, where he thought that the Summa Contra Gentiles had Objectiones?
5: I don't remember that. But like he, probably he's, like, he's
1: like, I wasn't reading from the objections. I mean, technically, some chapters are like lining up objections, but I'm pretty sure he just thought that it was in quasio um, format.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, Classic. Cla- Classic. Classic Eastern Orthodox. <laughs> Remind you, if then God shall principally
4: build something other than himself, it will follow that something oh, is the cause of his willing. But his willing, God shall principally build something <laughs> other than himself, it will follow that something other is the cause of his willing. But his willing is his being. From this, it further appears that the principal object of the divine will is the divine essence, right? That's why Ott says that the secondary object of the divine will is, is, is creation. But then he said, moreover, since every agent acts so far as it is an act, God, who is pure act, must act through his essence. Willing, however, is a certain operation of God. Therefore, God must be endowed with will through his essence. Therefore, his will is his essence. From this, it appears that God's will is not other than the essence. So what does it mean here? This means that... The will of God, which creates, and the nature of God, which generates, are the same. Take care of Alexander. The, the best way.
1: Okay, I'll I'll clear this up because I think uh, if we cut this off of the foundation, it's gonna be much easier to deal with this. And obviously, Gideon's gonna have a different view than me on this. Well, slightly uh, different view well, because well, he's a Scotus.
5: Like, uh, I just missed what, that last few minute. That last minute there. What was that? Oh,
1: he basically okay. So basically, his argument um, is going to be the ad- well, actually, because divine simplicity, modal collapse uh, with the <clears throat> with generation and with ad extra willing, so he's going to say that that distinction can't be made between ad intra and ad extra because they're actually um, God is actually simple in Thomas's view. Therefore, the act of generation is actually the same as the act of creation. But what David doesn't really understand, and this is the simplest way I think of answering this objection. Is that um, no real dis- uh, saying that denying that there's real distinctions is not the same as affirming that there are just merely nominal distinctions? Because we, while we say that there is no real distinction between the will and the essence of God, we would say that there is a certain virtual distinction between them, and therefore uh, they're not identical in the sense of be- having. Um, absolutely no distinction except by name. So that's the first way of of really dealing with it. And then also the the refusal to understand what um, what pure actuality means, and what uh, the difference between action and effect is, and also the distinction that we can make depending on objects and um, the will as second act. There there's just there's just a million ways of dealing with nice. uh, quote m- m- modal collapse. I just um, want to point out argument.
3: that uh, can you go back like five seconds you can go back right back afterwards that's when we go back to the, the screenshot with the quote yeah okay great I love the citation because it has ellipses in it and two spots but the citation is just Thomas Aquinas summa contra Gentila, so you can't figure out what the parts left out are yeah I love it
5: that. that's like that's very
3: scholarly actually
5: yeah like you at least need to dig up the original source after you quote mine it and then on your screen be reading it from the original source so it looks like you read the whole thing yeah, exactly. I know this yes. is
1: just this is just lazy, uh, yeah. right here.
5: Like, why don't
3: you like? Because like, like, it's not like it's, it's that confusing how to cite the SCG. It's like not. It's like the most simple citation process in the world.
1: SCG, um, period, book, period, chapter. It's not, yeah, <laughs> not that <laughs> difficult. <clears throat> I'm trying. So I'm to just, f- like
3: why? Like, because like my my mate, I wouldn't care if he didn't have a. Well, I would still care. But a, there's footnotes, and b, there's ellipses. So that means there's, like, information that's quite clearly being, like, left out of this citation. Now, I don't know if it's relevant, but, like, you should be smart enough to go, oh, maybe I shouldn't uh, use something that seems suspicious <laughs> like that. You know what I mean?
1: I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to find out where he quote mine this from. <laughs> I Do you have anything to say it. about modal collapse, uh, Gideon?
5: No, I think you explained it. I would also add to it that um, I think you can explain this very easily in Scotus's explanation of divine infinity, right? That each of those is really, yes, they are really the divine essence, but they're different modes in which that singular divine essence is operating. So, right, we have by the mode of intellection for the sun coming forth, and it's typically an infinite terminus to it, right? Because it's the, fall, the sun comes forth by the sun, thinking of himself and the spirit comes forth by the father, by the father and the son together willing. So with the terminus of uh, the divine essence as well versus with the creation of the world that has a finite terminus to it, right? The creation of the world, not the creation of the divine being. I found the
3: citation by the way. It's book 1 chapter 74. Yeah, yeah,
1: I know what the I know what the citation is. I'm trying to find the original source. But interestingly enough what I did find is that whatever source he was quoting from used the uh used the version from Isidore, which means that the guy whoever who whatever he's getting this from, the guy doesn't know Latin because usually i mean if you're quoting a uh, a certain scholastic author you're usually going to want to provide your own translation because it really helps with being able to gloss what certain terms mean yeah so whoever especially if it's a book length uh sort of um, thing
5: i will also note for that uh, i remember once reading a jay dyer article on a very similar topic and he cited like uh Aquinas on divine simplicity and I tried to look up and there's like no work named this so I don't know where Mm. Dyer got it like Dyer got it clearly from a compilation of different writings of Thomas and sometimes in those like compilations that are usually designed to be like readers for like classes and stuff on it often won't correctly title each section like they'll title the section based on what it's about rather than the original work name and stuff like,
1: the, 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 disputed, on divine simplicity. On divine yes. The disputed chapter four or questions. Somewhere. Disputed questions on divine simplicity.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Congrats, buddy. That's half of his corpus. That's half of Thomas Aquinas's entire. That's corpus. all
1: he wrote about. And I was a Thomas for ten years, so I would know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I will. I'll Thomas continue. Part. This was. This is super weird. Dende, are you still alive?
3: No, I killed him.
2: Or hello I, i've been deceased for ages now. okay
1: yeah I, I i felt that you affirmed uh, modal collapse that's what i was just wondering about what no i'm joking <laughs> oh,
0: <okay. laughs>
1: no because he just wanted he's basically starting his modal collapse argument but i'll, I'll continue yeah. to see see him fill in the yeah also. yeah
4: act god who is pure act must act through his essence willing this means that the will of god which creates and the nature of God, which generates, are the same. St. of Alexandria, the, the best way we can understand what St. Athanasius said is not by looking at what the Roman Catholics say about it. It's what people by, by looking at what people who succeed him say. So, for example, what does Saint Carol of Alexandria, who speaks about who in his anti-Aryan apologetics, what does he say about this? Right? Is there something similar that he says concerning this topic? Yes, there is. And I want to show you my um i can i can read it to you but i can let let me actually just read it to you in his thesaurus i believe 18. oh actually why not there's a harry's blog energetic procession
5: that's like the worst blog Guys, what's up? My name is Sonia. I've been you using your body for the last. advantage in growing uh, your YouTube channel. I have a good trick uh, to increase it. Use fake quotes from you drawing from other stuff. It'll save you time in looking up real quotes.
1: Yeah, I, have, I, I, have a, I have a good trick to growing your YouTube channel. Fight Jimmy Aiken. Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like like box him like a shoot boxing match something.
1: No no like if you did a debate with him on like evolution or something that'd be a good way.
3: Yeah, I think so much I think someone, I don't know who would be up for it, but I think someone should debate Jimmy Aiken on young earth creationism.
1: Yeah, that would I be a good I, idea. Who I would I, have a good idea too.
3: I, I think who would do that though. I just don't know anyone I think would possibly, you know, do that, you know. I mean, Jimmy Akin is Becer- obviously such a he's, obviously, he's such a pinnacle in uh in knowledge. I don't know if anyone would feel, you know, advanced enough to challenge him on that topic.
1: So. I have no idea who would do that, but um, yeah, no flu, yeah. Mud, mud wrestle Tim Staples, basically. <laughs> this guy has the exact same mannerisms as Jay Dyer. Maybe it is all literally just Jay Dyer.
3: Yeah, because he was uh, he was catechized by Father Jay Dyer. That's why.
1: I don't know. It kind of looks like a mixture between Jay Dyer and Elon Musk. I he does look up.
5: like he does look like Elon Musk. I didn't notice that until now. Yeah, I <laughs> <really> yeah. <laughs> Orthodox yeah. Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, actually, using this book. Uh, <coughs>
4: let me see. Where is this? Thesaurus 18, Petrarchologiae, Great C 75. Um, oh, but it's 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 a really shortened version. I'm gonna read the I'm gonna read the longer version of it. Saint of Alexandria says the work of energy of God is to create while that of nature is to give birth. Therefore, nature and energy in God are not identical. So what is, what is energy? Well, energy is the movement of the divine will. So, and what does St. say about essence and energy? He says that God's essence, God's essence generates things. God's will or God's energy creates things. This is why God's essence and energy is not identical. But again, what was energy? The movement of the will. So Saint Cyril is also therefore saying God's will and His essence are also not identical. So that's how we understand Saint Athanasius' statement. Saint Cyril commentates on Saint Athanasius' distinction between creation and generation. The Arian position, for instance, was that creation and generation are the same, and this is based off of origins, a uh, confusion of the two concepts, which is really you know further back it goes to the the Hellenic idea, right? That creation is eternal; it's a generation of God, and um, and so. The Aryan apologetic is that since God's will is his essence and since, you know, they, they had the same exact uh, simplicity view as Roman Catholics have on this topic, they also say this say pretty, very much same thing. Their argument then is therefore, well, the son is a product of God's will, right? Since cre- creation is generated and the son is generated, this therefore means that the son is a creature. And so what? the father, right, God, God's essential characteristic is then unbegotten, Right. Being begotten means being generated, and the Son being generated cannot be unbegotten, cannot be ingenerate, therefore the Son has to be a creature. Um, This is, again, fundamentally due to the confusion of God's essence and his will. And St. Athanasius, in making this distinction, argues that whatever is the work of God's essence generates a divine person. Whatever is a work of God's will, or St. Cyril of Alexandria says, whatever is a work of God's energy, that's what creates things. So this is how we can distinguish between creation and generation. So the distinction between essence and energy, or essence and will, or both, is fundamental to the anti-Aryan apologetic. But what does Thomas oh, Aquinas say? On, Thomas Aquinas on. says...
2: We have to We have to let... Uh... What's wrong with Bo- Alex? He says, let me back. Did he left or something. Oh, there yeah. it. Okay, Thank that's an audio problem.
5: Don't put up De- don't put up uh, Basarian's comments though. If he refuses to join the stream, he doesn't get his comments up. There. No, yeah, I, up agree. I agree.
2: Put up his comments. No, I'm not putting up his comments. <laughs> no, no, he, he has I'm to join if he wants to if he oh, wants God. to comment. I don't think he can. It's gonna be like really late for him. Oh,
1: that's <laughs> no. true. And we're probably only going for like another twenty minutes, so he could definitely he just come he for twenty just minutes.
2: Put up his just put up his comment because it, it, no. it addresses it addresses Erhan directly. No. Wow. He said he can't join. Put it up. Okay.
1: And he meant ridiculous, by the way. He had a typo. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Not being identical does not imply what he claims. St. here in his dialogues on the Trinity claims that God's will is identical with his essence. Exactly. So, uh, again, I'm just going to basically say what Bessarion would say if he was here. I will be um, in persona Bessarion and say that what David does not understand is how distinction works. And, he, and it's interesting because if we keep watching on, we're going to see this. David is going to try to explain how um, he, he's going to try to explain the relationship between the will and the essence and how they are and are not distinct. And basically, interestingly enough, what David explains is is a is a uh, virtual distinction. That is what he's trying to explain. But he doesn't have the languages that uh, he does not have that language because he's a Greek. And they don't have the same scholastic tradition of being able to make good distinctions and definitions. So it's, so um, what David is going to ultimately uh, think we're talking about is a merely nominal definition. So it, whatever he says does not follow because he's going to, throughout this whole thing, assume a nominal definition. I would agree with him if, uh, if uh, we did say a nominal definition. Because then there would be no uh, distinction in terminus even being able to be made um, in this. So that, that is it's kind of all. Uh, oh. Okay. What are you talking about? The Greeks frequently distinguish between in mind and in ray. Do you have anything to say about that?
5: In
1: oh, oh, oh! He's he's talking about the difference between the types of distinctions. Okay. Um, I mean, you can't just make. Well, since you are simply affirming, I will simply negate and say no.
3: Even even if, e- like, I don't I don't know too much about the Greek history of distinctions and their terminology. Yeah. It? Even, uh, if, even if we, even if they do make that distinction, which they probably did?
1: Oh, uh, you know, uh, this is what he's talking so? about. See, yeah. cult
5: of modernism, he's in the camp of um, Tolefson that the essence energy is distinction is only virtual. Oh. So he's in the minority opinion of that, and I'll leave that up to the Orthodox to debate that of who's correct on the interpretation of Palamas. Yeah, yeah the but, uh, uh, all,
3: all I was going to say is that it's also quite clear that's not common knowledge and that Erhan doesn't
5: know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Tolefson's clearly in the, he might be correct on his scholarship, but he's clearly in the minority opinion right now.
1: Okay. And then also, um, a quick, quick distinction. Um, we would not merely say that the distinction between essence and will is in the mind, but it's, um, it's after the consideration of the mind, uh, not before the consideration of the mind with a fundamentum in re So there's a still a fundamentum in re, a foundation in the thing which occurs with a virtual distinction. So that is, so, Hey, maybe we more strongly, uh, distinguish, Tom, Thomas
5: believe Thomas believe in the real essence energies distinction. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we believe in a stronger essence energies distinction than uh than the Council of Constantinople thirteen fifty one. Yeah okay 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 I'm I'm okay. Thank you for thank you for clarifying. It's in the mind with a basis in reality. Yeah with a fundamental right with a foundation thing. Okay okay good good good. I was about to say man a mere nominal distinction between essence and energy. You guys are you guys are definitely going off with that one guys have an even stronger view of divine simplicity than the Thomas do i will continue we might make it another like five minutes into the
4: video the same thing and then the roman catholic say added that there's a distinction between ad interval and ad extraval ad extraval creates things ad interval generates things well let me ask you a question then oh is ad extraval the same as ad interval if it depends on what you mean by same it's the same that add interval is also uncreated It is the same as add interval. It is the same thing that generates. So there's a confusion between generation and creation, the area position. No, you so don't get it, it has to be.
5: It's the same will. It's the question of what's the terminus of that act of the will.
3: You don't, you don't get it, Christian. When we say something's identical, we can only mean it in one sense. Identicality only has one definition, bro. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah. You can only be that.
3: saying something can only be the same in one way. Yeah, just yeah just,
1: this is just silly.
3: Predicate identity doesn't exist. I mean, I saying this is predicate identity, but even just in that scenario, not, no other form of uh, speaking of moving identity exists. It's only in an A equals A sense. That's the only way something can be the same as an A equals A in the most literal, simple sense. So true. So true.
4: Created, right? God's ad extra will create, but wait a second. Wait That's literally the Arian position too. <laughs> wow! Wait. It's just Arianism applied. There is a conf- ad extra. Will is also uncreated. It is the same as ad interval. and it is the same thing that generates. So there is a confusion between generation and creation. The Arian position. So it has to be created, right? God's ad extra will creates. But wait a second. That's literally the Arian position too.
1: Oh my! We're it's just Aryans. Arianism
4: applied not to the sun. But there's something different, right? So it's basically Neoplatonist theology.
1: Why am I saying this? What? What? Because what, where did Neoplatonism come into this?
5: Not I'm Neoplatonism. Confused. Neoplatonism. <laughs> <laughs> Neoplatonism. To, to, to be fair, um that probably would actually be closer to the correct Greek pronunciation, but it still is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it still is
3: funny.
2: Yeah, yeah.
5: Uh, it's not because in this scheme.
4: What is the biblical scheme? The biblical scheme is that all things are created through the sun, right? Well, the yes. sun is uncreated. So since the, all things are created through the sun, the, the sun is kind of the medium between the uncre- you know, uncreation and creation. That's literally what St. Paul says in 1 Timothy 2.5. That's, that's a christological statement, but it's also a statement about the mode of the sun's existence, right? All things are done through the sun, and without him was nothing made. But if creation is made through a medium of an ad extra will, whatever that means, then, or whatever else you want to talk about, if there's a created medium in order to create things, well, first of all, if all things are created through a created medium, what created the created medium? <laughs> was-
1: what is? Does anybody get what he's getting at?
3: He thinks because he thinks because of the distinction between add extra and add intro. One of them has to be created, and it can't be add intro, so it has to be add extra. So therefore, the add extra will is created. That's what he's saying.
1: Dende, do you understand this?
3: I believe that's po- what he's positing. At least is that like if you ever because he, he thinks there's a real distinction, like a like a hard a like a doesn't equal b distinction kind of thing going on here. He can't like understand the way in which he can speak. these also being like he doesn't get like he he thinks there's a harsh dichotomy between a equals a and a doesn't equal b or something. Like there's no like other forms of distinguishing or saying
1: they're identical. Oh my. This does is, that make sense christian I'm not yeah I can, it's it's like, like it. I, I don't know it's kind of like uh, okay that would have been mean i was gonna say it's kind of like under like trying to understand what a like a toddler is trying to say to you <laughs> yeah like they're, not, they're not using real words okay i will i'll i will set it back like 15 seconds let's see if my medium brain medium
4: understand between the uncreate you know uncreation and creation. That's literally what St. Paul says in First Timothy two five. That's that's a Christological statement, but it's also a statement about the mode of the Sun's existence, right? All things are done through the Son, and without him was nothing made.
1: But if creation is made through a medium of an ad extra will, whatever that means creation's made through the medium of an add extra will. What what are you what are you talking about? Add extra is just they, referring to the relation they, of the will to the object's will. They
5: always... They always think like that. We think God does everything through created mediums like that. Like uh, that's what we mean when we're talking about God being simple. Like they'll say this with grace too. Like we believe grace is a created medium. Like they're always adding like new mediums that we never said anywhere. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We like neoplatonic chain of being. Yeah. That's That's what they sort of think it
5: is. And this wouldn't even solve the problem is then how could, if God can only relate to created things through created mediums, how could God relate to those created mediums? But you'd have to have an infinite regress of created mediums under our view, if, they're, if they were correct.
4: Then, or whatever else you want to talk about, if there's a created medium in order to create things, well, first of all, if all things are created through a created medium, what created the created medium?
5: <laughs> he just figured it out what I was going to say.
1: So it leads to modal collapse. Right? It leads to modal Me- collapse. There we go.
5: Maybe if it leads to, like, such an idiotic conclusion, like, really obviously without thinking about it, have you considered that maybe they thought of that and they might have an an answer to that? (laughs) Like, 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 when you think someone's position is, like, so dumb, that's obviously false, usually you've probably missed, like, at least something. Especially
3: considering one of Aquinas' major concerns is avoiding an infinite regress. Like, objectively, like, one of his biggest concerns is he doesn't want a system with infinite regress. So you'd think he'd consider how that would affect most of his propositions.
1: No, no, he was just being dumb.
3: <laughs> and I'm using yeah, Aquinas it. here only because obviously what obviously Erhan doesn't know anything about Scotism. And I don't I don't I'd be very surprised if he knew like any <laughs> basic, like the most basic ideas of what the Scotists believe.
4: If all things are created through a creative medium, what created the creative medium? <laughs> he got us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to clip that.
5: Can, can someone clip that and then have like the sunglasses come down and like the like <laughs> have them on and be like Catholics owns.
1: <laughs> yeah. Get the blunt going out into his mouth. Yeah. Like, what created it's, the creative medium? <laughs>
3: It's like the classic response to the Kalam when the Kalam is worded badly, where you say everything has a cause. So then you're like, oh, what caused the first cause or whatever? Like, I was was like, it's like the same sort of (laughs) expectation.
4: That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. So it leads to modal collapse, right? There is a modal collapse on this very question. This distinction is an invalid Kind of a distinction, it leads you to, to massive problems, and this distinction is there to protect the filioque. That is the problem. So, uh, Thomas Aquinas again also says that the object of the divine will is identical to the divi- divine will, uh, in chapters 73 and 74 in Summa Contragentilis. Um, yes, so the argument, the Arian accusation of the filioque actually still stands, right? Uh, if the Holy Spirit is a product of the ad intra will of God, then yeah, okay. That's it. he's generated from the divine essence, right? Uh, but the at interval also creates things.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, if, because it's this, we're talking about the same will. It's just we're talking about different like objects. What is he? Does he think that God has two wills? Is is that what he thinks we're positing? Is that like oh, we have God's.
3: Yeah, I that's true well he, thinks, he thinks that you have two options. He thinks you have the option of A. they're literally purely identical in an A equals A sense, so therefore you have modal collapse because of the classic modal collapse argument. Or you think that uh, they're completely and utterly distinct, and an A doesn't equal B sense, and therefore you have a real distinction, and therefore one of them has to be created. That's his two arguments.
1: The other poll he he debunked him if god real who created god
3: <laughs> yeah so true so true
1: even though the you know it's it's add extra but the ad interval is you know
4: there's that kind of relationship but it's again to create a medium relationship there um so either the arianism is applied to the holy spirit it's or it's applied it's to the sun you're doing, the, you're doing
3: the michael lofman pose bro you're doing the oh yeah <laughs> you were nuancing so hard right oh there.
1: we have to, we have to grab the the nuance video the michael off the nuance video i'll grab it while we while we listen to this that's pretty much kind of relationship but it's again the create a medium relationship there
4: um so either the arianism is applied to the holy spirit or it's applied to the sun again right that's pretty much kind of the argument the, the advanced developed version of the argument you can say uh, so this argument <coughs> this kind of like distinction is kind of just a it's it's pretty much trying to explain things from Saint Athanasius, but you know all of these things they're just creating problems that didn't exist and won't exist if you just admitted that there is a real distinction between God's essence, energy, hypostasis, and will. You admitted these distinctions, which is fundamental in Saint Maximus the Confessor's argument against I guess, well, not to lie. because another aspect of the uh, modal collapse argument that I want to point out is the presupposition that uh, everything that is natural is compelled. What is natural is compelled. Um, this is a presupposition of the Monotelites, where St. Maximus, in his disputation against Pyrrhus, talked about this. So, St. Maximus, uh, for example, points out that, you know, Pyrrhus, sorry, points out that what is natural is compelled. And St. Maximus uh, says, if what is natural is compelled, then, you know, God is creator by nature. Does that mean that God is compelled to be creature, creator, right? So, let me, um, all right, this disputation with Pyrrhus, you can read the translation, but this also in Petro be a great of one, but there's an English translation for you, you can read. Uh, He says, if one were to continue in this line of reasoning that what is natural is compelled, then God, who is by nature God and by nature creator, must of necessity be not only God, but also creator. To think much less to speak in this manner is the height of blasphemy for who attributes necessity to God. But if God is, for example, creator by nature, and if the will is identical to God's essence or nature, then God also is compelled to be creator. If God is compelled to be creator then God did not create out of his free choice. Then God does not have free choice. Then the intra will really is not even a will. Then God lacks a will. And since God lacks a will, as St. Maximus says, you know, God will be lacking in energy. But if God lacks energy, then God lacks existence. Therefore, God doesn't exist. <laughs> it's a, the, the progression is quite funny, but it actually does lead to that conclusion.
1: As a, As, you know, some people might not like that, but that is the conclusion that it leads to. Okay, I think that's a good stopping point. Anybody want to somehow uh, wade through that?
5: No. <laughs> I'm still not like, he just keeps saying words, but they're not like a coherent sentence.
3: Yeah, well, what's odd is that he just, he's just presupposing he's a classic Jay Dyer. He's presupposing his Palamite presuppositions. His, you know, it's like the Augustinian presuppositions, but they're Palamite, where he just thinks, oh, Maximus makes a distinction. Therefore, the type of distinction he must make must be the same sort of distinction we're making. Or he, or it's the same thing he does with Paul, where he says, oh, Paul uses the same word. Therefore, he must be using it in the exact same sense we use that word. Uh, it's just bad. Like That's not how you read documents that come before your beliefs.
1: Yeah, we don't have the noose in the front <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
2: What he's saying is that it leads to atheism because... He he's essentially trying to say that like it, it's it's something to the effect of like um uh God is pure act, uh like God's act of creation is him, therefore uh the act of creation is necessary, therefore God doesn't have free will, blah blah blah. Like he's trying to go down this route. Like <laughs> I've seen this argument before, it's it's really dumb.
1: Would you like to debunk it, Dundee?
2: Um, I'm not, I'm not really the best at that. I know it's stupid, but I'm not, I don't know why, really. That's, that's my fault. Would, would you like I, 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 sh- I was going to read up on that one, but I never eventually did. I know it's dumb, though. Like, I've, I've, I've been in a room where people have examined this
5: argument and then laughed at it.
1: Do Would you like to debunk Gideon?
5: No, not really. I don't I'm not entirely sure, like, where to even go down with the whole
1: with, with
5: I, the but, whole yeah i will say um some stuff um cult of modernism has been putting in the chat is interesting like i need to some one of these days read through what Telefson has written on palomas and see if that will help address yeah, basically, some of
1: this. basically um the issue is they don't really understand what actuality means well, yeah. well, they and they don't they, they don't be... understand they don't understand about the idea of active potentia either so yeah. like so what they're what they're saying is that um yeah, yeah oh not, yes I'm they're identifying, identifying the, they're not making a distinction between effect and cause the, between, yeah and because...
2: yeah yeah i, I know this that. is
5: a point um oh, is it uh Sarah from hamilton made on his blog once where he argued that the energies are both actualities and potencies at the same time but that's what we believe too with active potency yeah really i
3: was gonna say that um part of the part of the issue is also they just did like i've said a couple of times especially at the end and you've also too christian is that they think like they don't understand that different types of distinctions exist that it's like not like real distinction or nominal distinction like there's different like there's it's not like a complete spectrum of either things are really distinct in reality or they're only distinct in name like they don't understand like virtual distinctions exist
1: yeah, so uh, what, what he's saying is, he's obviously pointing to a principle which would be correct, is that the act is necessary. So we can all agree that the act is necessary because God's act would be simple, but <laughs> he doesn't realize that creation is an effect. So creation itself wouldn't be necessary, but the act, that is the actuality of God, would be um, necessary. So he's kind. What what he's doing is he doesn't really understand what actuality means. Because actuality really means that there's no potentiality, no imperfections, or um, un uh, uninitiated um, uh, perfections, as we would say. Um, so he's saying that actuality means action. So it, it's just really weird because he's like. Conflating five different definitions on three different levels and refusing to make like seven different distinctions and then he comes up with this conclusion so it's like that that's why this sounds like complete gibberish
3: yeah that's the issue is that like I said like especially when it comes to, like the the issue with uh, add extra and add intra he thinks that the the only two options is they're either nominally distinct so they're not actually distinct or he actually thinks he actually thinks the only two re, uh, actual things are they are either identical, purely identical, or they're really distinct. He doesn't understand it's like, uh, like that, that's not how, it's not dichotomous. It's a false dichotomy to say that. And they have to either be uh, purely identical or really distinct. It's silly. Like why? Why would we have to hold to one of
1: those two positions? okay so is there does anybody have any final words because i got to get ready for work yeah i guess we will have to do a part three i
2: I would i would have to say like you just got you guys just don't understand in the greek sense (laughs) yeah it's in the greek
0: Greek sense sense. bro have you read read, uh, operation
1: 34 yet (laughs) true
0: oh
3: man Yeah. Have you read this blog that actually refutes me, but they're wrong. Yeah.
5: (laughs) At the very least, you should address what's below in the blog. Like, it's okay to disagree with it, but then you actually have to address the argument.
3: Yeah, that's the part, that's the issue too. It's like, um, that's part of my issue where it's like, he thinks, like, where he's using Fodius' arguments. And I get it, like, he's a saint in your tradition. But, like, do you think that no one's ever responded to Photius in, like, 1100 years like, no one's thought of the response to him. Now, you don't have to agree with those responses, but, like, at least, like, address that they exist and, like, respond to them to your best ability. But the yeah, thing I is don't... that he seems he seems to think that Photius just refuted the Filioque way and no one's ever, ever even attempted to respond to what Photius said. I,
1: and I think he thinks all of, like, Roman Catholic dogmatics is found in art. Which is really interesting. Yeah, he has like read like a full, like robust treatment, like I'm one of the one of the better manualists, to, to like kind of imbibe all of the distinctions that we make. Because when I talk about printing he's not going to understand. So we're speaking completely differently.
3: Well, he hasn't he hasn't read any of the. Also, he hasn't read any of the systematic theologies he's trying to quote either.
1: That is true. That is true. Yeah, he, ha- he just. I don't even. He probably. Honestly, he probably didn't even look at Ott either. Even though Ott was yeah. very d- easy I'll, to to read.
3: Well, because to... he. I don't think I've seen him pull up a single primary source besides that one really oddly quoted like uh, quoted SCG passage. Everything else have... is secondary.
2: I'll have to uh, bring this up, but you retweeted this, um, Christian, where it's pretty much going back to Maximus. It's it's pretty much like. Um, it was, I think, it was the exact same passage. It was his letter to Marinus, right? And someone in like a tweet that responded to you quoted like this passage at Florence, and it was like, "Here's proof that the Latins uh, twisted the words of like Maximus at Florence," and it was something like, "The quotation was from like Acts of Florence," and it was like the Greek person bringing up. Well, here's here's the letter to Marinus that says that um, the Father is the only cause of the Spirit, and then it cuts it out like they cut off the quote right where it says like the Latins respond, we will prove that you are actually in in indeed incorrect, and they just cut out they just cut out the next part where the Latins responded, <laughs> and they were like this is proof that the letter to Marinus was. <laughs> Dude, you know the thread I'm talking about, right? Yes,
1: I do. <laughs> I, I saw that debate.
2: <laughs> that was so funny. David the same
1: thing. The Greeks have a very big problem with not reading the second half of sentences. Like, just just read <laughs> things to their end. Like, don't just cut them off early. <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. Christian, are you saying they they quote mine? Yes, no. that's exactly.
1: No,
2: what no, no, they don't. No. That's fake.
0: Right? You're not like
1: that's you dumb fake. Latins. Yeah, it's
0: fake though. That's fake. He's gonna,
1: he's gonna, he's gonna get into the making fun of us here soon. So we're we got through, we got through a good thirty minutes. We'll probably only need, to- we won't need to do part four. Lord willing
3: We're gonna, we're gonna finish this video in 2024.
1: Yes, we'll have like, <laughs> like 20 hours of, of. Uh- videos on this okay <laughs> so that is all that i have for everybody today remember to go to patreon.com slash militantomist if you'd like to become a patron uh remember to go everywhere and um, also there's this mug christianbwagner.com slash shop if you want that mug and all of these books these are like half of them uh no i didn't reprint the the greek new testament uh, <laughs> <re-design>. <laughs> that that's that's a different book but everything else those are mine and remember to subscribe like this video send it out everywhere to absolutely annihilate the greeks and uh, if i will... people
5: mentioning that i look like bored or something in the chat i'm just genuinely very tired today so that's how...
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm,
5: I'm about
1: starting about out a little
0: work.
1: bit <laughs> okay and goodbye actually i'm not even going to do the end i really need